Greetings and salutations, gamers. Welcome to Cast Co-op, the podcast in which three podcast hosts cast together. I am one of your hosts, Luke Lore, and host of the Xbox Expansion Pass, joined by my big brother and yours, the host of Season Gaming's BitCast, Mr. Ainsley Bowden. Good evening, fellas. You know, I can't wait. I- I'm a little annoyed tonight. I- I'll-, I'll get through the intro here, but, you know, I w- came prepared tonight to talk about PlayStation being dead. <laughs> Come prepared. <laughs> I-, I did. I did very prepared. And PlayStation- I have all the leaks about PlayStation. You guys want to know them. Well, I'm really oh upset God. because I was going to talk about PlayStation being dead. And then Jason Schreier went and broke my news, which oh, was gosh. another exclusive yeah. is delayed indefinitely by PlayStation. Dead. I mean, it's just it's dead. It's, dead. it's ridiculous. So anyway, good evening, everyone. Good to be here. I hope you guys are doing well. And yes, I'm here. There we go. There we go. (laughs) We are also joined by host of the Trophy Room, a PlayStation podcast, Mr. Joseph Moran, a.k.a. Mr. Bad Bit. How are you, sir? Uh, Beware, there are God of War Ragnarok spoilers. I've seen a screenshot and I am unfazed. Oh, my gosh. Can I tell you? In an age of spoilers and leaks and the MCU and the build to Infinity War Endgame and then everything after, I still loved everything that's ever been spoiled for me. I've still loved. And it's less and less. It's like, all right, I get it. I got to mute my words, but whatever. What's the biggest thing that's been spoiled for you guys? Sorry, Joe. I think maybe The Last of Us or... No, Endgame. I know. I Yeah, I, I knew... What happened? I don't. I didn't know how it happened. I don't know what could be spoiled in Endgame. Like, what? What? The hammer? Well, like, like the no, the snap. Like Tony. I mean, well, yeah, it's been it's been a minute. Tony dying yeah. at the yeah, oh, okay. it, like. So I, I I knew that, but I didn't know how he got he gets them. Um, yeah. yeah, Last of Us Part Two, and again, like the, it affects me not like. Honestly, Last of Us Part Two, um, you know, Last of Us Part Two, really like after that one, nothing affected me because that scene <laughs> happened and it still impacted me. If that makes any sense, gotcha. I'm sorry, yeah. your message distracted me. It's, yeah, sorry. Um, yeah, Last of Us Two was one for me. I felt pretty similar to you, Joe. And then uh, the end of Halo Four was spoiled for me, which, as you can imagine, being the Halo guy I am, uh, made me live it. In fact, I was I was adminning a, a forum at the time where we had a video game section and the guy who I think I've maybe I've told this before, the guy who uh, spoiled it for me, I literally deleted his entire account and every post he ever made. Dang really Kinsley Bowden. Yeah. He had oh, like nine thousand like nine thousand posts. I was like, you I have snapped him out of there. He's done. Damn. Harsh. Now now do you regret that in any way now? Absolutely not. There you go. There you go. A man with conviction. A man with conviction. Can we just talk about how the Hulk never gets any credit for uh, Avengers Endgame? Bringing him back? Yeah, I haven't, never I haven't gets credit. It. Shut up. You've never seen <laughs> Avengers Endgame? No. He's not into superhero movies. I'm not into yeah, it. But that's man. like, but yeah, but that's yeah. like a like the one of the pinnacle. You know what I mean? Like if it's you're gonna watch, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. It's, now I watched I watched the first Avengers like you know when it first like the first one came out and it was like sure. a mega hit right like everyone mm-hmm. was raving about it and I watched it with my stepdaughter's boyfriend he's like you got to see this movie so we watched it and we watched it and I was like really man like, that was a it, moment where the, your the, stepdaughter's this, boyfriend this was is the excitement 
<laughs> he was trying so he's bad. He's no longer her boyfriend anymore, so it don't really matter. <laughs> I don't know who got the raw into that. It's deal weird because <laughs> Luke boycotted Black Panther. I forget the reason, Luke. Would you oh, like shut it? up. <laughs> God damn it. Oh, my gosh. He, uh, was busy, time... he was busy planning something with some people. You know yeah. what I mean? I don't know what it was. Some, some day I in January do... or something. People are like, I don't like Black Panther because it's racist. <laughs> Shut up. Shut uh, up. Oh, God. What kind of forever oh. looks magical? Doesn't good. It does God, look good. So good. Oh, man. Well, guys, we Did got my audio fix, in... guys. No, you sound, you are actually getting a little funny. It is it's correcting. Yeah. Yeah. It is, it is correcting. Okay, good. That's great. Yep. All right. Well, that's good. That's good. Um, shout out to people in chat. Hello. Thank you guys for joining us. Our main topic of discussion this week will be. Uh, of course, the the top five studios from Microsoft from Xbox proper. Uh, but before we get there, guys, we've seen, you know, kind of piggybacking on our, our kind of leak conversation. Do you guys count that as good content? I'm curious. When you see it, is it good content what? to you? Leaks. What is? Just leaks in general. You know, like you're talking about God of War Ragnarok leaks. That's how you opened our show. Yeah. I feel like there's nothing you could tell me about God of War Ragnarok that would ruin me now that's an ignorant statement because i don't know right but like i think you told me the big reveal joe before i played god of war because i asked you to mind you yeah. um it took away nothing from my experience took away nothing mm. i'm um, the opposite what do you mean ains uh i'm the opposite in that i i i get severely angry if something is spoiled for me yeah. um like i i really like it, it does i guess the easiest way it does detract from the experience for me if something is spoiled mm. so if okay. you had found out that like master chief died in halo infinite ahead of time that oh, would have hurt that would have hurt me to my soul yeah okay so here's here's another so spoilers about games no what about like a spoiler on like for example i know you're not into it but just sake of yeah. uh like the ea is working on a black panther game that, so that, I think that, that's a leak. That's what is that what you're referring to as kind of a leak, Luke? Yeah, leak, Luke. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, uh, I I guess so. I, I see. To me, that don't I don't feel like that's as much of a leak as say the people that were posting Last of Us gameplay. Sure, uh, which, true. Which true. Nick, There's levels. Nick, yeah, special Nick did that from Xbox era and then deleted it, and I felt that was weird. Um, yeah, that was an odd. Like, you flex. put it out there, dude. Why are you deleting it? That was an odd choice um nonetheless it's really weird what's going on at sony it seems again Mm -hmm. just from the the rumblings but yeah like i i'm trying to think about that as well like is spoiling gameplay like like what what is okay for like the leaks and rumors right like showing joel from the last of us fighting you know whatever is that hurtful or is like showing off like for example, like Starfield, you know, before that was announced, like, you know, that that they're working on this new IP or whatever. Like, where are the boundaries that you set, I guess? See, I don't feel like it is a bad thing. Like, finding out that a Black Panther game is in development, that does not strike me as a leak. That doesn't strike me as anything other than reporting. Um, sure. To me, a leak is when you see gameplay or whatnot, uh, particularly in the sense of showing gameplay that may not be optimized or whatnot like that to me is a little bit yeah. bit shady and now now I'm, I'm again referring to the last of us thing but like jeff grubb long ago talked about the mass effect legendary edition 
he knew about that well in advance. I don't feel like he took away anything from anyone by telling us that it existed. I don't think he hurt anything by selling us that there's a Black Panther game. Um, I don't feel like an experience can be detrimental. We knew that the Xbox Series S was a thing, kind of, anyway. But I do think, and and, because I'm trying to counterpoint my own logic, had we found out that the Xbox would have been shown at E3 20 or Game Awards or whatever ahead of time, yeah, yeah. that would have been detrimental because that moment was pretty darn cool. Yeah, that's that's kind of where I am, Luke. I'm pretty similar there. I think that it's it's hard to gauge, right? And I think there's definitely levels. Like as you were saying uh, about the the uh, what Grub reported on about um, the Black Panther game, mm-hmm. I was agreeing with you as you were saying it, right? And then as I'm agreeing, I'm thinking, but what if uh what if in coordination with this new wakanda forever trailer you know a mm-hmm. week later the developer the studio ea whatever had a big reveal plan to kind of mm-hmm. build off of that and now it's not going to have the same weight as it would have if nobody knew about it yeah and like so like to me i'm like there has to be a difference between like i think the star wars old republic leak that it's indefinitely delayed at this point that's actual reporting though <laughs> not like the source that's actual <laughs> reporting mm-hmm. where it's like okay that's information that i feel like we should know about based right? on two firings based on probably behavior that wasn't good or because there was trouble like what do you mean right i mean whatever the case is like that that game is no longer in development at this point in time so as fans we could kind of go okay well that's a bummer but I see taking something we away. We're not always like... waiting for it anymore. You know, or we're yeah, constantly okay. waiting for whatever game. So like that, I think is, is fair, but yeah, there is something to me and I would love to get like one of the, the folks that, that do constantly leak on my show um, to talk about it because I'm like, where, where do y'all j- draw the line? You know, you have all this information that you're holding on to. When is it simply because it's a slow news day like, I don't know. I, I, it, it's such a it's such a morally gray thing because, in theory, you're taking the excitement and the joy from all the people that are working really hard on this game to announce it on their terms. Now it's out, and they're like, "Damn!" Like, I had to. I didn't. I I couldn't tell. You know, my wife. I my was wife, working on man. Black Panther. You know, like that type of stuff. So you know, we, we, we heard that directly from people at Xbox against Brad Sams when he revealed the Series S. I mean, literally, they had people that came out and said, we don't appreciate this. Like, we've been mm-hmm. working on this for years, waiting for our moment to talk about this console, and it's out there now. Um, and no matter what they do, they can't recreate that first moment, right? Mm-hmm. Um kind of like unwrapping your present on christmas <laughs> once you know what it is uh, yeah joy. once you know what it is it's not the same as the surprise that you know when you first pull the paper off so i don't know yeah. I, I i definitely feel there's levels to it um depending I, on what it is and things like that but I, I generally as a general overarching statement i know we talk about this offline a lot i'm not big on the whole leap culture because the problem is the problem you have too is that there's a one-upmanship right so these that's guys what I don't like yeah, they're these guys that get a name solely because of leaks or or mostly because of leaks, then they're sitting there trying to one up each other. And in doing so, to Joe's point, now it even further questions their motive and questions, okay, where do I draw the line of what I should leak? Mm-hmm. Um, and again, I'm gonna say this for the nine billionth time, I realize, but as always, 
it goes back to driving clicks. That's what yep. it's all about. Yep. Yeah. I, uh, I think because I Joe to your point about wanting to have them on like I, I would like to have special Nick on at some point I, sh- I should reach out but like yeah where's the line because I've asked that to Jeff Grubb before on XEP like where's the line uh, too for too long ago to remember but it you are taking something away in a sense uh, from from a creator from a developer in some cases I in some cases now when the Black Panther game gets shown that's going to be called you know that'll be just the, the article will read the often rumored or the longtime rumored Black Panther mm-hmm. game has been revealed. That doesn't seem to me to be terribly disingenuous. The yeah. the la- the uh, Knights of the Old Republic being indefinitely delayed or canceled, that doesn't seem to me to be terrible, right? Showcasing mm-hmm. Last of Us gameplay, weird. Weird, because it wasn't optimized. It's meant to be a remake. There's already discussed. I think the context made it worse. Um, the lack of. Yeah, 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 the lack of context is a, is a, a really good way to say that, and the fact that it seemingly forced Sony to come out and put their own statement out of like, here's what actually is happening, which isn't something you should be proud of or brag about, which I saw some folks do. It's like I did this. It's like no, what you actually did was cause a team of people to genuinely lose sleep to make a response to people that are just going to yell at them for the next you know month or two until mm-hmm. this game comes out that's what you did that's that's the fallout right and now, i i yeah go for it well, counterpoint. counterpoint not i feel like we're talking around special nick or jeff grubb or something like that so I, sure it's not jeff grubb's job to to do oh. their pr it's not special nick's job to do their pr part of it is on sony and I'm trying to just counterpoint sure. the logic. I'm not advocating it to be very clear. No, no, yeah, um, yeah. I'm just I, in in my my way around it is just I'm thinking about the human element. Like I don't care what Sony has to say or what Microsoft has to say. Mm-hmm. I'm thinking about those people that yeah, like the the Xbox Series S, right? Like I'm thinking about the people that really poured in their their you know you know the the love, tender care, all that stuff, mm-hmm. and the moment's ruined, and now. They're just going to get yelled at. Uh, it's taken out of context. Mm-hmm. You're going to, for weeks now, have to, or even in some cases, months or years, deal with toxic trolls. And it goes back to a point I think Ains pointed out a few weeks ago, which is just like, it's one of the reasons why all these companies are taking a second look at Twitter going, you don't think this is worth it anymore. Mm-hmm. Yeah. This engagement a, it's, sucks. It's, it's kind of sad, yeah. And, yeah. And, and, and for the people like us and our audience here, um and and the audiences to our shows individually like we know that those are (laughs) sounds on my high horse here but you know generally speaking we we garner really positive audiences because that's the content we put out there we've talked about that um but i don't think it's our audience kind of eating this up but what one thing i saw i saw someone post i forget who it was on twitter posted a poll yesterday and they basically said do you enjoy leaks or do you prefer it to be revealed by company or whatever right and it was like 85% 85% said the company or whatever, right? And I was like, I said before the poll even took off, I said, this poll is going to be vast majority saying the company. And yet, whenever something leaks, everyone jumps on it and shares it. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. I mean, it, it's, you can't even, the people who are trying to drive clicks to their outlet, to their forum, to their YouTube channel, whatever it may be, to their Twitter mm-hmm. account, it, it's, I hate saying this. You guys know this, but it's hard to even fault them because it yeah. does drive 
mm-hmm. endless engagement. And in this day and age, if you're trying to drive engagement, it's this kind of stuff that drives it more than anything. There is a prominent leaker in the Avengers, Avengers community by the name of Miller um, who leaks all, stuff all the time. Did like all 14 people read that every week or? Anywho, uh, and and now you're gonna feel like a douche. And because I've gotten to know the humans that are working on the game, he damages their ability to make that game better every week, Mm. every time. And they are disheartened because there's data mining happening stuff on levels that they cannot, like like the people making the assets, they can't work, they can't fix that. It's work from home, et cetera, et cetera. Mm -hmm. Um, he damages that every week. And again, I consistently think of the human element, but I also go to the counterpoint, not his job. Yeah. Unless he's doing something illegal. Hmm. And and he is, to your point, Ains, driving content for or driving uh traffic to his content to make a yep. living for himself. And the fault, right or wrong in the morality element, the fault is on Sony for not locking down this stuff better. Sure. Xbox for not locking to Square in it, et cetera, et cetera. And uh, it, it's just interesting to watch because it's a tough thing to navigate, right? Like the human element is, is, uh, always lost. Say the, yeah, always lost despite likely being the most important. Yeah. yeah. You know, because, yeah, but like I can't, I listen, if I knew Bloodborne 2 existed, which if you have any information, please call the hotline. <laughs> uh, <laughs> and Joe would like the leak. He doesn't need 1-800 trophyroom.com. Yeah. <laughs> or that's not, that's a number of the website. Know, you Never will mind. know. Like, I don't even have to leak it. You will know because I am fully engorged. <laughs> if you know what, Nobody you know what know, I'm saying. Joe. Nobody will know. You're right. It's, <laughs> it's best kept uh, secret, I guess. Look at you, little buddy. <laughs> little buddy. I'm here. <laughs> <laughs> All right, I'll go back. <laughs> but uh but like, yeah, it's it's like if I had bloodborne information and then I take a look at my podcast, I go, hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it would be it would be hard to pass up, but there is like this thing. It's like, <clears throat> well, dude, I've heard that siren song. You know, I've talked to you both as a content creator. Uh, yep. Oh, he, 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 he lagged He's out. gone, man. He's gone. He's gone. Uh-oh. So, so I was going to say, I'll, I'll yeah. jump in here. Why Luke resets Please. or whatever he does is. Yeah. I was going to say, we both run Patreons now, Joe, right? So yeah. imagine like if you get a big scoop like that, say you get a bloodborne something, you're like, oh man, we can put this in our, patreon or patron exclusive podcast it's going to be a big show etc and then some joe schmo on twitter comes out and says you know bloodborne 2 is coming uh and trophy room's going to talk about it this week and you're like uh, i'm still getting engagement but damn you took my moment from me like yeah it's it's the leak yeah leakers leakers leaking for leaking type of yeah type of it's stuff. and Whatever. i just We've talked about, and I don't want to name names or anything, but there are people in the gaming community, as we all know, especially people watching this show who exist on Twitter. Oh, boy. Luke's killing us here. Um, Luckily, I have backups here. Um, What I was going to say is, that's the old one. Look at this. Oh, my God. Anyway, it works. works. Um, What I was going to say is that uh, there are people who have kind of gained their entire audience, top to bottom, from just leaking stuff. And yeah. I just, 
I don't know. I think that sets a dangerous precedent. I know this is a weird conversation, but it's just a dangerous precedent, like I said, where sites and outlets and YouTubers are always trying to one each one up each other to find uh, some piece of info that they yeah. can throw out first. And some leaks are just wrong. Yeah, and then you get into that. That's a whole nother ball of wax. Like, like the um, and and then like so we're entering this new sphere. It's like you had Sucker Punch have to come out going, we're not making a new Slyer infamous game. Yeah. Just just think about it slightly, and you know that doesn't make sense. Everybody relax. <laughs> and then you had all the you know leakers going, Oh, I gotta go back to my sword. It's like, guys, just take the L. Again, like how many times do are do we hear this year's the year for Bloodborne? And how much da- damage control or just yeah, like damage control PR that you have to do just a preemptive, you know, yeah, because I imagine like if- right. it's crazy. Yeah, just building on that, like the developers, right? Then you get people continually hounding the developers saying, where is this? Where is this? Why haven't we seen it yet? Why haven't you revealed it yet? And, and they have like, to come out and be like, look, anything. we're not even developing this. Like, leave us alone. Like, mm-hmm. um, yeah, I don't know. By the way, everyone, sorry that Luke got disconnected. Honestly, Joe and I feel it's a better show anyway. Honestly, so we, the it, the pacing seems better. Yeah, it's just, uh, yeah. So and, we're part- and here's here's my question for you, too. Is it also part of our faults for then reporting on said leaks yes yeah right 100 it is yeah so i uh, like, there's a blame to go all around 100 yeah it's like a domino effect right because then and i've talked to you guys about this too uh, even on the site it's like okay a leak comes out one you then have to one you have to see okay is this leak spreading like wildfire and a lot of times yeah. the big ones do right and it's like well now you have a decision to make of do we try and get some of this flame and get some of these hits right and you're competing with a thousand other sites that are jumping on it as well and youtube channels and podcasts and everything else and then two is it even worth reporting on because if you need to have two things that you have to look at is one if you're a reputable site, you do have a reputation with publishers and developers and uh, PR companies, et cetera. Do you risk damaging that? And two, you don't, because you don't even know if it's real. And then yeah. you run the risk of being a site that reports on just any leak that happens. Uh, VGC, I'm going to call you out directly. Oh, um, <laughs> that I thought we then, liked VGC. We used to. I don't know okay. what happened to them, but you know, it's again, okay. they're, they're chasing the click game. So then you start to build yourself in the Kotaku's where just every nonsense thing that's out there is run as an article and your site basically becomes a worthless pit of just nonsense. So for San Andreas is now in stray as the cat. Feel like the internet needs to know that. <laughs> like, it um, is... imagine that, right? Someone took the time to think, okay, Stray is hot right now in SEO, right? Yeah. So someone said, okay, what can we find to capitalize on Stray and capitalize on a broader SEO? Grand Theft Auto is always huge. Someone search out if there's some type of Grand Theft Auto mod for Stray. They found it, and they reported on that as a news thing. You know as well as I do, that's exactly what happened. Yep. And it's just like, <laughs> and you're, and you're like, really guys this is what you're doing like and sure enough they probably got millions of hits on it yeah god damn state of the industry luke uh messaged us Did he, he said yeah he said let me see this we just lost wi-fi we'll fix it he said the sun was coming up and he had to quickly hide 
I think that's what it was, man. That's that's crazy. Oh my god. He's sealed in his casket, and he'll be back tomorrow. Okay, yeah. got it. Okay. Well, you want to give him ten minutes, and then like you know, like we could, I could, I could be, yeah, I could, I could throw another topic out there. It is, it's not that hard to. Yeah, let's go. Let's go. Right. What are we, what are we talking about? So, all right, let's talk about the Last of Us Part One. You've oh, now boy. seen it. We have all the stuff. Yeah, and uh, one I saw one is of the designers team. Oh boy, is it, is it... are we doing this? <laughs> I uh, I did see one of the designers came out and and yeah. made what should be an obvious statement as we all talk about this is the experience in actually holding the controller and playing that game for yourself on a PS5 is so drastically different from the PS3 or PS4 that it's not something that you can really experience obviously through a couple clips on youtube or a leaked video or something like that and that should be obvious but that's kind of what you know we've talked offline about is yeah of course i mean we trust that if you enjoy last of us and for many including myself it's one of their favorite games of all time why would you not want to experience it in the best fidelity possible um the 70 dollar component is always subjective we there's plenty of people out there that if their favorite game, no matter what it was, was $70, um, you know, they would pay for it if it was just a way to play it in a better fidelity. I mean, that's that's yeah. really not even a conversation point. Yeah. Uh, and I feel like that gets lost on so many people. Because for me, it's like I'm a huge Last of Us fan. So I'm going to go buy this. Yeah. Just like how I uh, how I buy literally every Star Wars. Uh, we have it digitally. We have it streaming. We have the Ultra 4K. How many... How many versions of the Star of of the Star Wars <laughs> have yeah. I bought in, uh, or bought over over my lifetime? Yeah, think is... about the people that had it on VHS. Then they got the special edition on VHS. Then they got the the DVD. Then they got the special edition DVD. Then they got the improved yeah. DVD with extra content. Then Blu-ray came out, and then they got the special edition Blu-ray, and then they got the 4K. And it's like, yeah, if you love something, you want to experience it, especially a piece of entertainment. You want to experience it in its best form. This is going to be Last of Us's best form. To me, that's worth $70, period. I'm paying $100. Give me every aspect of that game you have. Give me that steel book. <laughs> Give me that art book. Yeah, like, and, you know, the simple thing is, like, if it's not worth full price, because I'm not saying 70 bucks, just if it's not worth full price to full you. Full price, yeah. Then it's not, and and you don't you don't need to to grandstand. You just don't buy the thing, or you wait for it to be on sale. Um, you know, we don't have to like draw comparisons to try to dig on companies. It's really oh, it's kind of weird. <laughs> it's, it's a really weird like thing to make your personality. So like for me, I I saw it, and truthfully, I, I took a look at everything. I'm like, from what I've seen right now, probably not worth the full price, but. Am I going to buy it? Yes, because I love, 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 love. The last of us, they know that. I know that. And what, you know, what we always fail to realize, or we kind of just brush it off when we say, oh, this thing isn't for us. Brush, brush, brush to the side. It's like you're, you're, you're walking into The Last of Us for the first time because of the HBO show. Man, you want a good first impression. I think porting that thing over to, playstation 5 or just rebuilding it from the ground up um probably where you want to start at and i think what people fail to realize when talking about 
I wanted Last of Us 2 gameplay in the first one. It's like, well, game design doesn't work like that. Like, great example, because we're both from software fans. (laughs) We always sound crazy to people when we're like, so what's the difference between Dark Souls and, you know, Bloodborne? Well, they, you don't have a shield in Bloodborne, and you can regen some health. And they're like, that's it? You're like, well, you don't understand how those two things drastically change things. Like, how we were freaking out about in Elden Ring, how we get a jump. Yeah. <laughs> and people are like, how is this big deal? You're like, you don't understand. Now there's another mm-hmm. element the boss fights. And, yeah. like, how <laughs> that has to be those design you know, limitations or, or add-ons just build on that game so how much of it let's just say you just add prone how much do you have to change from the original game to make that one design (laughs) element worth it and how much of the level do you have to change then you get into the thought of well how much am i actually playing the original last of us and how much am i just playing a new game yeah agree agree and i think that allow uh, that nuance though you know well, I don't think most people understand that nuance, and that's not a shot at that's not a shot at anyone. It's just that the, the we're so close to that, and we cover that and talk about it on a daily basis. I think a lot of the casual consumers, especially the people who are looking to make a point, right, uh, out of anything, um, they're not gonna they're not gonna bring nuance into the conversation. Um, yeah. So I think you make an excellent point too about the last of a show, which is something that. A lot of people forget because what we know, right, is this is releasing September 2nd on PS5. There's a leak, go figure. We were just talking about leaks that this is coming shortly after to PC, which also makes sense because now you've rebuilt it for PS5. So kind of the PC gamer who has modern hardware, right, can run it in kind of full fidelity, right? Yeah. And like they've done with their other PC releases, it'll probably support wide ultra widescreen and all these other things. Um but both of those releases build up to the HBO show in early next year. And what we know of the HBO show is that it more than Halo. <sighs> don't, don't, don't hurt yourself. It's, it's going oh, right. to be okay. <laughs> more than Halo, it looks like Last of Us is, is being uh, very reminiscent of Last of Us 1 uh, and that yeah. story that is told in that game. So, yeah, I don't know. It just makes a lot of sense. And I think it's as simple as what you said right at the start, which is if you're someone who's either not interested in Last of Us, fine. If you're indifferent to it or if you want to experience but but not at full price, don't. It's not that difficult. But I don't think we need to have a diatribe for weeks on end about whether a remake is worth $70. We could do that every week. There are remakes and remasters sold every week for full price i mean all the time like this yeah. doesn't have to be a conversation point sure we've talked a million times about how xbox has done their backwards compatibility right and increased resolutions and frame that they incredible and it's an incredible um not only an incredible engineering feat by their teams but it's an incredible offer to consumers last of us being 70 dollars doesn't detract from that and that in my opinion doesn't detract from last of us they could be two separate things um yeah. PlayStation started to dive into the same thing. They have some older games now that run at higher frame rates and, you know, improve visuals and sound and everything else. And it's just like, it's okay. Value is subjective. And I think we just need to leave it at that. We don't need to dissect because they're at the end of the day, there is no definitive answer 
as to what is a 60 or $70 full price game versus what is not. There's no definitive answer to that question, period. Yeah. You can talk yeah. endlessly about it. So it comes down to personal value. If you, uh, fair enough. That's about it. Um, and uh, maybe, you know, <laughs> to just have one slight dig, maybe when you right. have like that piece of product, you don't just randomly raise the price, <laughs> you know, meta, meta quest looking at you, bud. That's that a weird, a that's a weird thing. In fact, Hogue, I know just did like, he did a video right away on it because of how weird it is to, yeah. to mid life cycle while your platform is already technically underpowered in the marketplace and you're going to increase it by a significant price amount. Uh, very strange, very strange, but on better news, yeah. PlayStation talked about PSVR two this morning. Oh, I'm excited, looks, man. It looks, looks good. like it's, it's looking, it's, it's taking some features from Oculus. So I love the mapping out the room. I love the, like, uh, what's it? The see-through mode looks insane. Cause like on Oculus, it's impressive. It's, it's kind of like you're seeing the world in dots where like this one's like, well, these, these cameras are actually, there's something else. Um, yeah. so yeah. I'm, I'm really digging the talk. What, what, what was the thing that like spoke out to you the most out of that? I think, um, and by the way, guys, I see a couple of people saying the Halo shit was great. If you enjoyed it, great. I, I would never mm -hmm. take away anything uh, from that. I just, uh, yeah, I've said my piece on that. I won't go into a rant again. Um, if you like it, love it. Yeah, there's nothing wrong with that. Yeah, sure. it, it's, I think we get too caught up. This is a whole complete sidebar now, but I think we get too caught up in definitives, right? People are like, it's either garbage or it's the best thing ever. And it's like, no, there's a lot of room between those two things. And a lot of it is personal and subjective. So if you enjoy it, yeah. awesome. Even better. I, trust me. I wish I did enjoy it as much as others did. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> on PSVR 2, I'm excited about the technology kind of behind it. So the it's got these usability features that we see in the Quest 2. I have a Quest 2 my, or my wife does. I use it. Um, you know, the creating your own boundaries, seeing through it, um, that kind of stuff is very cool and good for usability factor. I am very excited about the resolution that it's going to be able to provide. It's much more of an HD experience or ultra HD experience compared to the Quest 2. It's much more powerful. And that's because obviously it can rely on the PS5 as a processing partner. Um, I also is very cool about how it has built in streaming capabilities. I did not expect yeah. that. I did not expect that. So that that seems wild. I can't wait to read because I was like literally on the road while reading it. Reading it, I I can't wait to like dive deeper into that because that that is one of the hardest things I think for people who want to again like show people VR is 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 that streaming element. So I'm I'm very curious how they pull that off. Yeah, it's cool, and I think I'll probably be doing some of that because it looks looks a lot of fun. Same uh geo rio got a super chat in the house uh geo good to see you man oh. <clears throat> big supporter of the channel and big cast appreciate you showing up for cast co-op dude 10 euro super chat he says hi guys when the ps5 patch for last of us 2 came out did you guys play the whole game on ps5 again i wonder how it would be to review because graphic wise new but the story experience is the same and the ai is better on last of us so he's basically asking one did we replay last of us 2 on ps5 and two if we're do we plan to review Last of Us 1, even though really graphics, sound, etc., the experience is going to be mostly the same? Yeah. Uh, I have not played all the way through The Last of Us Part 2 on PS5. Um, 
as for the review stuff, and I am curious, actually, this is a great question going back to you because you run a site and you do reviews and you talk to Travis and argue with him sometimes about reviews, <laughs> um, which I paid him so much money and he only gave Xenoblade an eight. I needed that seven. I needed oh, I, I was trying to pay him to give it a four just to see the world burn, but it didn't work. <laughs> God damn it. How does he? How, how, uh, how dare he like something? Um, but how do you think the reviews are going to be for this game? What are, what's going to be the season gaming approach? You know, I was thinking about this the other day and I don't think we've nailed it down. I think if anyone's going to review this for SG, it's actually going to be me. Um, last of us is one of my favorite games of all time. The first one. Um, I adore that game to a level that is hard to describe. And I feel this is legit. And I know many people will get this. I feel a personal connection to Ellie and Joel in that game. Um, it, it's just, it struck me in a way and you can talk about the, the, the way it told its story and the way it kind of art. You can talk about the beginning, which is one of the best openings in any video game ever made. In my opinion, I think it is the best. Yeah. And being a father, it struck me extremely strong. Uh, I think everyone here knows me well enough to know I've lost a child and, Obviously, that has an impact, you know, reflecting on the game as well. Um, so that game just means an awful lot to me. Uh, by the way, quick plug. If you do enjoy The Last of Us, we did a video a couple years ago of uh, the greatest games ever made. We did a special series that we didn't actually continue with because it's an extremely large amount of work. But we did a 14-minute video on why The Last of Us is one of the greatest games of all time. Extremely detailed. So if uh, you like Last of Us, look for that video because uh, I think you will enjoy it. Um, But uh, Luke looks to be back. Let me finish this point real quick, Luke. Um, So anyway, uh, on the review, I'm not sure. I think I might do like a a review impressions type thing where I, I do more of an article about the experience on PS5 versus the experience on PS3 or PS4 because I have Ooh, played great. I have played both. Not to really yeah. score because the score effectively to Geo's point shouldn't really change, right? This is going to be a better version of what we've already scored. And in my opinion, Last of Us is a 10. So um basically I don't need a score. I would just like to write an article talking about the type of improvements you can expect in the experience. Fair. Yeah, and to answer Gio's question directly, I did not replay Last of Us 2 yet. I will, and I planned on doing it. I am just not the biggest fan of Last of Us that's, 2. Uh, yeah, that's really fair, because you don't like the... So, like, if I don't like something, I'm not going back to it. I want to try yeah. it just for the experience, like, the on yeah. PS5, but I just... Yeah, it's yeah. not my it's not my favorite. And, I, and, I, and here's the thing. Like, I love it. Like, I love Last of Us Part 2. Uh, the end hits me so hard every time. But, like, yeah. when people are like, I don't like it for this, this, that reason, I'm like, fair and i do think the game's too long so it fair is. fair fair yeah it is uh luke we talked about how you pee sitting down and how it, it's hilarious to us and you know, you're, you're a man <laughs> i actually joked that you uh the sun came back out and you had to get into your casket and we would Thanks. be back tomorrow but <laughs> really good. no I, really I, good. I did... the glasses aren't helping you by the way <laughs> i think they are but they're not i did the uh you know the frustrating thing where you know you're you're on the clock and you're like, my tech's yeah. not working. And then like, you're yeah. furious at everything. I, I'm sorry, guys. That's embarrassing. In truth, I'm not 100% sure what it was, but I was having to go through Spectrum and. Oof, yeah. Frustrating. Yeah, frustrating. I'm, I apologize. I don't know where you guys were outside of The Last of Us 2. Did you guys get to the main topic yet? No, nope. they, well, no, we were waiting for it. So go for it. 
Yeah, I was being a good host, right? Right, Ains? I was being a good host. He was, he was. And I'll just say, audio listeners, sorry about that. I know it was probably a little confusing listening to us through that, but uh, we're all back and we're getting to our main topic now. Indeed, we are. I apologize again, but I, I thank you guys for vamping and taking care of everything. Uh, wish I hadn't said vamp. Now, uh, gentlemen, a small exercise, if you will. Quick notes that you need to take Such while I so talk. I know. While I talk for the next 20 to 30 seconds, if you would write down as many Xbox Studios as you can off the top of your head without looking anything up. Oh, we're for supposed to do of- this too? Yep. Okay. Uh, I don't have, yeah, I don't you're, have you're paper. You didn't tell me to do this. All right. I, I got it. Last week we're doing I'm going to mute myself though because I got to type. You know. Now, it's for the sake of discussion. One studio, two studios, three studios. I wish Sorry. you would mute yourself. Um, <laughs> <laughs> for the sake of any discussion points, I will note that because Activision has not gone through, we're not going to count that as a first party okay. studio. That is not officially gone through, despite what some leaks and rumors might suggest that it's happening tomorrow. It's not. Um, yeah, we're not going to count Activision uh, outside of thought exercise. Oh, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Um, and special Joe. Uh, I I think when it comes to Activision, there's going to be some good like thought discussion points we could have as far as like, well, where would Blizzard rank in there? Where would Diablo as a franchise? But for now, let's hold off on that one. All right. I've given you a couple seconds, 30 seconds, maybe or so. Uh, I'm going to tell you the ones that I have off the top of my head, and I would expect you guys to have done better. I feel like Angel's reading right now. Undead Labs, Turn 10, uh, 343, The Coalition. uh, Oh my gosh, I can't believe I just forgot who makes Forza Horizon. I'm so, oh, uh, nope, lost it. I'm stressed (laughs) out from the the stuff down there. Uh, Playground, thank you. Thank you so very much. I appreciate you. Uh, and I'll stop there. Those are kind of the big, the big five that carried for a bit. And I didn't include any Bethesda's in that. But if you think about it, it was Undead, it was Playground, it was Turn Ten, it was Gears uh, with the Coalition, and it was Three Four Three. And then you've got Rare. Uh, so those are kind of the six, just top of my head, real quick. Uh, because even now to this day, gents, I still don't think of Bethesda as Xbox off the top of my head without some thought process. So Ains. So funny, funny enough, you forgot. What is arguably well them in three four three, but their biggest is Mo Moyang for Minecraft, which, which I still don't think of as Microsoft. Yeah, and then you yeah. have uh, the ones that I have that you didn't. Um, mm-hmm. So you have Compulsion, you okay. have Ninja Theory, uh, yep. you have Obsidian, uh, Bethesda Softworks. So now we're into Bethesda. Bethesda you have Bethesda okay. Softworks, ID Software, mm-hmm. Machine Games, and. Um, uh, I put ESO, but who, who makes it? You know the uh, Beth- uh not Bethesda, uh, Zenimax, um, Zenimax yeah, like online, Zen- yeah. Zenimax online, yeah. yeah, yeah. So, uh, those are the ones I had that you didn't. Okay, Joe, any- I'll just go. I'm just gonna listen. I'm just gonna listen. Okay, <clears throat> two, four, three, Coalition, mm-hmm. Rare, Playground, ID, Bethesda, Softworks, Arcane, uh, Ninja Theory, Obsidian, Machine Games. Arcane. How did I forget Arcane? They're like my favorite developer. I know. I was surprised. <laughs> uh, and Double Fine, too. Someone said in chat. Mo said in yep. chat. Ooh. Good. Thank you, Mo. Yep. Um, it's funny because I don't think very many of these names are synonymous with Xbox right now. And I think until they produce the big AAA exclusive, they are not going to be synonymous with Xbox. Mojang is a, is a good example. 
Minecraft's not exclusive. I don't think of them as Xbox, right? I'm also not in that community. I often talk about those as being the niche communities, despite being huge. The destinies, yeah. these, you know what I mean? <laughs> um, it, it not a numbers thing, but in terms of the podcast, I know what you, I know what you mean. It. It's just funny when you hear Minecraft and niche, like yeah, yeah, it, it is like the game. broadest game in the world. But yeah, okay. yeah. Um, so I don't think that I don't I don't think internally I go synonymously with them with Xbox at this point uh, in in our uh you know xbox pantheon do yeah. you guys have any that are absolutely 100 synonymous with xbox right now 343 because it's a big the, giant failure the, you know the, <laughs> the obvious ones 343 don't believe Coalition. what satya says it's lies Turn xbox 10, is dead. playground yeah you know halo gears forza right uh yeah. i rare i do um because rare in my mind was huge news when they bought them that many years ago right and they produced mm -hmm. what was it grabbed by the ghoulies or whatever mm -hmm. um so that that was very big news at the time because you didn't see those type of acquisitions commonly back then mm -hmm. so rare in my mind has been xbox forever at this point mm -hmm. uh you know after the n64 um but you're right i i think the others are are pretty fair to say Generally speaking, when I think Xbox, they don't pop up. I mm. would say that ones like Ninja Theory, the the the, um, the five acquisitions they made in 2018, um, which are Ninja Theory, Compulsion, Obsidian. Uh, we missed one. Who There's makes five. Wasteland? Who makes Wasteland? In Exile. In Exile. We didn't have that one. Yep. Um, and see, they've got, th to your point, they've got three projects in the works. One is supposedly a big AAA, big budget game on Unreal 5, but we haven't seen it yet, right? So, mm -hmm. um, so yeah, I, those ones I'm starting to, in my mind, associate with Xbox just because I that was a big moment at E3, and that's been four years now. But you're, you're absolutely right when it comes to Bethesda. I still don't think about them a lot. Oh, uh, Ash, too. He said Tango. Tango Gameworks. Part that's of Bethesda. right. Yeah. That's right. Tango game works. They, Ghostwire, right? Ghostwire. Yep. Okay. I think it's like at two reasons. And the the main one, not not just like none of their games have come out yet or whatever. Like for Xbox, or um, none of their big AAA games uh, have come yet on on Xbox's stage per se. I think just not enough of them have. Like there will be a time, just like with Rare. Like I now think of Rare as Microsoft. And mm -hmm. I've been thinking of them that way since Sea of Thieves. Mm -hmm. um, but if you asked me back in the mid 2000s, I'd be like, "What? Uh, uh, that's yeah, weird." Nintendo. Yeah, yeah. Give time; these will be like, of course, Obsidian. Remember when there was a time when Obsidian wasn't owned by Microsoft? Like, we'll have those conversations. So I think just in time. I also think sometimes, uh, sometimes I think we get caught up on. Um, who's going to get acquired next, you know, uh, that we kind of lose the, not nuance, we lose the fact that they already have so much and we should be kind of celebrating these folks. Um, because, you mean we focus on the next acquisition versus what's already yeah. there? Yeah, exactly. You know, we're like, you know, we're joking around. There's some people who are just like, um, Platinum Games is looking for for Xbox for, you know, their next exclusive leaked rumor speculation. And like, we're, we're making fun of some folks going, well, maybe they should just outright acquire them because, you know, Platinum isn't doing that great. And maybe this, with the, this is the push that needs, like, shut up. <laughs> right. You know, and by like, the way, they should not acquire Platinum. No, no one should. Maybe they <laughs> <No>. should. <laughs> that looks like it's a mess of management. Has been for a long time. So, yeah, because like, and even while making this list, I was like, 
you know, I'm the PlayStation guy here. So I'm like, eh. <laughs> like, I don't know any of these studios that can match the caliber of, of, of my, you know, sucker punches or naughty dogs. And I'm like, well, machine games, shoot. Sucker Punch was a weird flex for that discussion. I love okay. Sucker Punch. How come on? Dare you? Uh, PC like... episode 29 cast co-op. We went into that in depth. <laughs> yeah. By the way, you know, episode 30 tonight, boys. I forgot to mention that. Ooh, Cheers. Cheers. Uh, our podcast now has knee pain suddenly. Uh, like, like Ninja Theory, like, damn, that studio is fantastic. Like, whew. So there are so many talented studios with Microsoft that, I don't know, maybe i feel like don't get highlighted enough oh i agree 100 percent. i just think it's it's a weird conversation because we we've been hearing for even a couple years now uh where's all the output where's the output right we keep hearing about where are these games from xbox game studios and but when you when you take a step back from that conversation and you think okay the the games that were already in development by these studios which were generally speaking smaller budget or you know kind of in post production at the time so you think about games like uh Outer Worlds um you think of Wasteland 3 released right uh by In Exile you think about those types of games um and then you think okay when they got acquired as we know In Exile for instance Obsidian these companies rare even just expanded so they're they're in they're in new studios now. They're hiring up. The teams are getting bigger and bigger and bigger. Playground, by the way, was the other one from 2018. So Playground's expanded substantially, right? Now working on Perfect Dark, as we know. Um so you no, think Fable. 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 I'm sorry. Sorry. Yeah. Um, oh, that's the other we just forgot the other studio because we haven't seen anything of it. Is uh what's Perfect Dark? Um oh, Quad A. Uh, it's the Quad A one. It's the Quad A one. Gosh. Yeah. That I'm, one. I'm drawing a. Bl- we got three Square. people who no, talk games Dynamics. every yeah, it's, day. It's Crystal Dynamics. I, like, I want to say Crystal Dynamics, <laughs> but it's. Uh, yeah, it help us out. Thank you, oh initiative. Thank you initiative. 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 I'm sorry. I'm befuddled from my tech issue. Uh, that's <laughs> so my. Issue. My point is, is that these studios, right? When when you get acquired and you're like, okay, over the next two years, you're going to start hiring up. You're going to move into a new studio. You're going to do all these things, and then the pandemic hits. Mm-hmm. And it's like, well, you can't work in your new studio. Everyone go home and figure out how to make a game from there. Um, it's not really a surprise that we haven't seen these big AAA proje- projects from these studios yet. Because in reality, they've only probably had a realistic two to three years to work on them. And you don't create a new AAA IP in two to three years. You just don't. Um, so it's it's not really a surprise. And I think that in the next couple of years, and I, again, I realize people have been saying this for a long time now. But I truly believe that in the next couple of years, you're going to start to see respect on these companies' names, like Compulsion, yeah. like hopefully Initiative, like Obsidian is a huge one. They're they're projects I'm I'm most excited for. Uh, In Exile as well. Tons of talent there. Just never had the um, never had the budget to really make what they wanted to make, and now they have the budget and the support to do so. So I think you will yeah. start to see that. It's just it because of the timing, because of the pandemic, because of circumstances, we just haven't gotten there yet. I think that's a very good and uh, salient point to make because for all the talent that's there, no, no game has been produced yet on the the caliber of what we discussed in our previous episode as far as a God of War, a Spider-Man. It just hasn't happened yet, at least caveat in the single player space. And I was just going to say not in that genre, maybe. 
Yeah, right. Because I, I, I would argue that despite the live service issues, we have to caveat Halo Infinite. I reminded someone the other day, Halo Infinite is in an 87 Metacritic. Like mm -hmm. it's a highly awarded game. The campaign was widely recognized as being excellent. Forza Horizon 5 was the highest rated game last year. Mm -hmm. Flight Sim, whether you like it or not. Second highest rated game last year. Psychonauts mm -hmm. 2 was like the third highest rated game last year. Microsoft killed it last year. So not exclusive yeah. though. But I think that's uh, why people don't agree. think of it. Agree. But to your point about like if you're talking about a single player narrative experience, mm -hmm. I mean, God of War kind of stands on a different level, right? Um, sure, sure. But but even even if you look at Horizon, Ghost of Tsushima, Ghost they, of Tsushima. Yeah. yeah, they've kind of created that uh triple A level that people are looking for, right? All right, gents. So the exercise now, and this goes for anybody in chat as well. Time to rank your top five. Hello to Tao, uh, VG Docs, uh, OBM. Good to see you guys. Brendan Myers. What's up, Brendan. buddy? Ash, what's up, of guys? course. Um, good to see all of you in there. If you would, take a moment and rank your top five. I'll do the same once, once you guys take over talking uh, for did. a minute. You already finished? Oh, you already you? ranked wow. them? Okay. I, already, I already ranked them. Interesting, interesting. Yeah. It's no. none of them because Xbox is going out of business. So. <laughs> oh my gosh, this guy's right. amazing! This guy's amazing. <laughs> I'm gonna make content just solely around that. Uh, oh. I hate him. Oh, this is well. my personality now. Yeah, is this so? Let me be clear because I forget what we did last two weeks ago or two, whatever it was. Is this in terms Best. of what you think they're gonna bring to Xbox or just no. our favorite? Uh, favorite is in our thumbnail, but we've done we were talking best. Um, and so the best studios that are there, and I will remind you that much of the logic we employed last week had to do with legacy. Remember the Naughty Dog discussion last week? Damn. You guys defended Naughty Dog very vehemently against me, yeah. and you yeah. cited its legacy. You talked about the Uncharted games. You talked about Crash. And Bandicoot. we were right in doing so. You were yeah. wrong. Um, Naughty Dog is I love not. Like, I, I, I texted Kyle. I was like, you should really listen to this co-op episode. It's really good. And he's like, he's like, like live, live texting me through it. And then it got to Luke with the Naughty Dog. He's like, Luke better show his <laughs> <laughs> Luke's like, Naughty Dog's not even top five. I'm like, all right, we can just end the show. That's Luke true. They were number five. About. They were number five. It's yeah, still, yeah, yeah. Still terrible. They were number five. Still terrible. Um, terrible. But I was right. I was right. No, you weren't. No. <laughs> I was right. Why are you booing me? <laughs> yeah. Why are you booing? I'm right. And you Damn, wonder why okay. your Wi-Fi even quit on you. Oh, yeah. Okay. Here we this go. This is... Okay. Go. So I, I was thinking off of... Can I, mm, I was ahead. thinking off of like the promise of some of these studios. You kind of have to for some of them. Kind of have yeah, to. Yeah. Like, because like... That's not how I'm operating. I'm operating on proven. Okay. Proven. I'm going to do. Going. Okay. Do we have like. Uh, you know what sucks about this? <laughs> about ranking Microsoft? Portion? What's that? Is that we've got game or we've got studios like Mojang. I'm not going to say they're the best or anything else, but Lord knows they're they're ranking in and uh, a good oh bit. Oh my goodness. This, this one. This All right, I'll hard. you want me to start? Is, yeah. yeah, go ahead, man. Go ahead. Okay, this is I, hard. This is extremely hard, and there's gonna be oh. people, <laughs> it's gonna be people who disagree vehement, vehemently with this. I can't say that word. Um vehement. So I would argue that Bethesda Softworks is number one. Um yes. the, same, sorry. <laughs> which one do they make in the uh, Bethesda Fall, Pantheon? Fallout and Elder Scrolls. Uh and Starfield, of course. Um I would argue they're number one because if you're talking about potential impact, new impact to Xbox, 
uh, Bethesda Softworks is your king um, because Starfield, there is so much riding on Starfield. I know we've talked about this before, but that game has the potential to be the next Skyrim. I know that word's always thrown out there, but people, some people anyway, don't recognize how important Skyrim is in the industry. Um, it is one of the greatest selling games of all time. Uh, it's one of the most recognized games of all time. It's one of the most celebrated games of all time. And if Starfield can even capture a percentage of that, it will be a game changer for the Xbox brand, period. Um, because it'll be the first time that a game of that level, that is a cross-platform Bethesda Softworks full RPG experience is simply not available on other consoles, um, which is weird to think about mm-hmm. um but it has that level of impact and it has that capability whether or not it'll hit it is up for debate across the industry i realize but i think that if you want to know how big this game is one it was the number one bargaining token for the acquisition right mm-hmm. and it was also widely rumored uh and pretty well verified that playstation was trying to sh- secure exclusivity for starfield on their own platform um you don't do that you don't have two of the biggest console publishers the two biggest console publishers fighting over you for one ip if it's Mm -hmm. not going to be a game changer so anyway i think i think uh bethesda soft has to be number one they just have power in the industry that i think few recognize and i think if remember you were talking about something that's huge but feels niche Mm -hmm. uh if you're not in the bethesda kind of community that includes elder scrolls and fallout you don't realize how influential it is. It is okay. huge. Like there's, I, when I first went to E3 and not to get us too off, off track here, but I went to the Bethesda conference, right? And I'm thinking to myself, I'm oh, cool, Bethesda, they make some fun games. I went, um, next, yeah, I was there too. Yeah. And check it out and stuff. There's people who are maniacs for Bethesda. They buy all their merch. They dress mm-hmm. up like them. There's a huge PC modding community behind Bethesda software yeah. games. I mean, it is massive. Uh, YouTube communities and Discord communities. And and so anyway, I think if you're talking about impact for Xbox brand, Bethesda Soft has to be number one. Okay, to, to let me throw an argument and Joe defend this one. Defend his pick is what I'm going to ask you to do. Okay. He, Bethesda Soft games are notoriously buggy. And that studio makes a consistent habit of re-releasing games onto multiple platforms. And, and seemingly, it's like they want credit for it. Right, Sky. The joke is that Skyrim is everywhere. Fallout, Fallout, uh, launched to to a mess. Fallout seventy six did. Fallout four did. Fallout four is more just three upscaled. I'm speaking. But see, you're. Anecdote. I don't. Yeah, you're know. saying that, right? Correct. You yeah, don't I, understand well, how big Fallout anecdote. four is in the community. Correct. Yes. And yeah. so knowing those things, uh, does does Ains have a leg to stand on though? Given their quality, I mean, yet. I mean, listen, I may not be. I may not see what you see in Starfield, friends, <laughs> um, but I am not going to, and I may not see really much of Bethesda so, Software. Not to interrupt Skyrim. you, Joe. Fallout yeah. 4 sold 12 million copies on day one. God dang. Nuts. <laughs> yeah. So when you <laughs> say Fallout 4, it's just Fallout 3. Okay. Sure. Okay. I'm not arguing. It, that, I'm not trying to to take a stand. I'm you shut your narrative. goddamn mouth. Let me talk. <laughs> All right. I, I had ten minutes of take a minute. 
<laughs> so um so no like like fallout 4 massive skyrim massive that's great but like yeah fallout 3 was a was a moment in gaming you know morrowind was a more a moment in gaming um oh my god uh, why am i think why am i blinking on the one after morrowind skyrim oblivion no. Oblivion, oh, thank you. Oblivion was a moment, you know. Uh, Daggerfall, all those things, like they were so huge and influential in their time, and still are. That I think when we're talking about legacy, who has the most here? Well, it's second to who is number two on the list for me, and that's id Software. Okay, like so- id has the legacy, man. It just just for doom alone it was my number two it just kicks ass and i think doom eternal is is such a success for a sequel because it's like hey here's more of the thing you really loved and we're gonna do some cool stuff with it as well um and you know doom 2016 is a marvelous game it is just Oh, so yeah, my game of the year. Damn year. good. Mm-hmm. And when we often think of evolution of games that are decades old, we talk about God of War, but not soon after do we then follow that up with Doom 2060. So, sorry, did you rank it? Id? I'm, I'm laughing your... at a comment. Um, uh, what was the uh, comment? What was the comment? So I don't have all five ranked yet. Uh, it is. Okay. It's on my list here, and I'm debating. I've I've only got one and two right now, and I'm debating among the others. See, I I ranked it as number two, and okay. Joe's like selling me on number one. That's the problem with every single one of these now, because my Bethesda Soft, despite my not enjoying their actual titles, like I don't play Bethesda Soft games, I ranked it number four, um, mm. and because of all the things that you said, Ains, like to your point, like those games are huge. They consistently are. are well, and Abe's got some comments here. So, top most played on Xbox, Skyrim and Fallout. Now, remember, Skyrim's from 2011, mm-hmm. right? It's 11 years old. And Fallout 4 and 3, for that matter. I mean, they're they're several years old as well. Fallout 3, mm-hmm. even older. They're still in the top most played games. Mm-hmm. Um, and they still sell. And then the point he makes, which is many people have made about Bethesda, is there's no other Bethesda likes in the industry. There's no people making a game comparable to fallout four or three and skyrim like they just there's no game like that and i think that's why when starfield comes out even if it's buggy even if people Mm -hmm. are there's going to be plenty of people disappointed in it i think it's going to be a a game-changing moment because there will be that community of millions of people that just realize that it's a game that can't be matched is it a next-gen exclusive yes yes okay so i'm curious if it will match that 12 million day one type thing because of how many Xbox Series Xs are available, PC, you know, there's PC. Sure. We'll PC is going to be the bulk. Uh, yeah. Yeah. But yeah, no, no, PlayStation definitely changes that. Now, yeah. what? Well, Xbox... that's because PlayStation is dead. <laughs> oh, that's right. Dang. But see, what Xbox yeah. will announce is players. They're not going to mm-hmm. announce sales. Uh, you'll know sales from Steam charts and things like that, but they're going to announce players because this is their Game Pass monster that's for right. the first half of next year. Mm, that's right. So, uh, so ID, I don't know. ID, I'm um, not I even top know. five. No, no, no. I was gonna say I don't know if I could put them as high as number two. Um, that that's that's really high. Wow. What do well, they make? Like, Doom. I, I like what yeah, I know. No, they, Doom. Doom. But I I I, I like I what Obi uh, said prior. Is like their tech as well is just phenomenal. Like ID someone, tech is. Yeah. yeah. I mean, so 
I think just off their tools and their games, they de- they deserve that at least top five. But I look like, and I'm also thinking about the games I legitimately love, which is again Doom 2016, Doom 28. Amazing games, uh, and they definitely Doom holds a lot of weight, right? As just a name. Um, hell, I built my first PC ever in my life to play Doom, the original Doom. We're going back a long ways. Um, like yeah. Doom is very meaningful to me, but um we're talking there's and take nothing away from doom reinvented itself at least two times over doom three was a pure horror game yeah it's crazy and it was incredibly good uh it was a benchmark for pcs doom 2016 and doom eternal to your point joe reinvented doom yet again and then within there doom 64 was kind of its own thing uh it's still kind of classic but but a little bit kind of different they had all the doom like uh like final doom and, and the lost levels etc cetera, etc cetera. like there's a legacy there that if we if we were to catapult naughty dog up with such deal i think the the case for id being top or top and is clear how many games are just inspired by doom classic doom gameplay mm-hmm. and like shout out to the game that is actually better than doom but nobody is brave enough to say it Oh, uh, Star Wars Dark For- Forces slapped oh, Lord. so oh, good hard, Lord. guys. It was fun. So hard. It's this, this, so good. This is where the, this is where the IP Love bias it. starts to bleed in. Uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> it was cool. <laughs> it was yeah, but- the doom I was allowed to play as a kid. <laughs> you know? uh, the only hard Shoot. thing here, right, is you're talking about you're talking about 23 studios. This is before Activision Blizzard, right? We know how big Xbox is now. Right. 23 <laughs> studios some many with a history and a current impact and does id or id the the, they still have that same level of impact as you look to the next few years see i'm kind of yes id tech doom eternal yeah Yeah. okay yeah okay tell me a game audience i'm yelling with you right now they were it's all the it was point. it was I'm all tired. proprietary until Xbox acquired them. No, 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 yeah. no. I, that's not the question I asked. I said name a game that is currently being developed on Intech. I have no idea if of any course. of the internal that's are. the point. But that's so Intech is great for Doom, right? It's an amazing engine, and we know the tech behind I'm not I'm not debating that. I'm just saying that if you're looking at what we know. Mm-hmm. We don't know another Doom is in development right now. Uh, you would assume it is because of the success of 2016 and Eternal, but we don't know what's in development, and we don't know what first-party IPs or even or Xbox in general, XGS, is even doing with id tech. Machine so, Games uses id tech, is that correct? I think they do for uh, Wolfenstein, yes. Yeah, so it's possible that they're using it. And I can for tell sure. you what, if we found out tomorrow that any of these studios that are available to us were making like a gears of war with id tech or something we'd all lose it i think id tech is special but it was proprietary and, and that's why it didn't make its way through the industry it's not like unreal or oh big time uh, yeah i mean whatnot. you had some of the greatest minds ever in gaming create id tech i'm not yeah. i'm not saying anything bad about it i was just trying to think of okay what impact do i know is coming right huh? there's nothing revealed from it at this point that i'm getting excited about unless of course we know they're making another doom which of course i would love but um yeah, yeah that's all, all right. and by the way tal chill on 343 okay good lord <laughs> um tal, they did not make top at all. Good, what's the question means what's your top your, your yeah, second, your your second one, pick, bud. uh it's hard 
Um, I honestly believe as we look to the future Obsidian, um, Obsidian has a minimum of three projects in the works. They have an incredible list of talent. Yeah, well, we haven't heard anything about the fourth, but yeah. No, I uh, said they're my number four. Oh, I'm sorry. There, there's a rumor they have another project. That's why I said that. We know oh, three, um, but um, they have an incredible list of talent there. They're growing. We know Outer Worlds was done with a limited team on a limited budget, and it was already awesome and mm -hmm. successful. Outer Worlds 2, I expect, obviously, to just build on that you know, way up. Um, we know that Avowed is going to be, well, we don't know, I'm assuming, but Avowed looks like it's going to be another AAA kind of RPG experience, and Obsidian is extremely talented in RPG narrative design. And if they can create an experience, one of the things that I personally don't like about Skyrim is that the narrative is weak as hell. Yeah, it's just not a good story. So if Avowed can even nail half of like a Skyrim like world with magic and sorcery and everything we know about it, but have Obsidian level narrative, that's going to be a huge game. So if you look mm -hmm. at Avowed, you look at Outer Worlds 2, the little game on the side, Pentiment coming later this year, doesn't look to be anything mind blowing, but who knows, you know, how it will be received. Um, but I just think Obsidian is going to have a large level of impact over the next few years. Yeah. I think <laughs> Abe says well. Obsidian was my number two. Ains is two for two. Me and Abe yeah. like this. Oh, shoot. No, I, and, and, and that's the thing. Like, Obsidian has made some fantastic RPGs. Like, I'm thinking, uh, like, uh, South Park. I'm also thinking um, Old Republic 2. Like, they have a pedigree yeah. to them, and yeah. they they have also promise. But they're not my my number two because number three goes to this little ditty called Machine Games. Yeah, that's a good okay. one. Machines. A There's good one. a pattern here, folks. <laughs> Joe so, really likes the, the Bethesda stuff. What was your one <laughs> then, Joe? My my number one was Bethesda Softworks because they may but, not be uh, my yeah. favorite, but I can't ignore the legacy. It is legacy. <laughs> now this is just my feeling in my gut, which mm -hmm. is machine games i they have not missed yet that is the logic i used in placing playground at number one mm. because playground is consistently top tier quality every time and so again what i hate about this list because <sighs> i love i don't love racing games but i love forza horizon and none of the horizons have missed the agree. The only reason I don't have Playground higher, and they're they're sitting here trying to figure out where to put them, is that they haven't proven they can make something outside of Forza Horizon yet. Can't and I, I have full confidence they will, but I haven't. I don't know it yet. I haven't seen it yet. Well, and Fable's a tough one to tackle because you got no to the right humor. You got to have the narrative, and people have what they think is Fable in their mind. And if you go back, those games don't hold up. Uh, I don't think they hold up in, in the, what we expect now. In that oh, sense. no, three vastly different games that had a a creator for all his faults. That was forward thinking. That is not there. He's not part of the uh, playground. So yeah, yeah we'll, we'll see. I'm I'm hopeful that Fable is going to be amazing. But um, yeah, and and Forza Horizon Five. I've been playing it recently with Hot Wheels, and I've reminded of just how effing incredible that game is. I mean, it's mind blowing. Um, but, they did a disservice to that game by putting Halo so close to it. I the guess I mean just, Halo is pretty good, huh? Interesting. Sure, but the narrative wiped <laughs> on on Forza Horizon, which was a bummer. But but yeah. but to go back, I don't have Obsidian in my top five, and I feel Oof. like I should. 
Oof. But that's the that's the problem with yeah. this list is it's this list was harder than Sony's. Oh and, yeah, and yeah. I would absolutely be swayed because like every one of your points about Obsidian, I'm like yeah yeah agree agree <laughs> agree agree. Yeah, I don't think there's any there's no definitive list here, right? Like it's it's all no, not for this one. There was for Sony, and it was mine. Um, <laughs> so Joe, your number three was Machine Games. Talk to me about yeah. that choice. Strictly for Wolfenstein. Um, Wolfenstein. Wolfenstein, uh, Wolfenstein one and Wolfenstein two, uh, though two is a game I cannot play because, um, spoiler alert, dog dies. Um, I, I, I deeply admire what they've done with that series, and I'm excited for the future of the uh, Indiana Jones game. So I think just their talent, the games that I'm into. So like their first person shooters are pre- pretty much what I'm, what I'm about. Um, mm-hmm. That's why I'm going machine games. Number three. Uh, even knowing that they, they had a miss in the Wolfenstein, not new order, not old Colossus, not old blood or new Colossus, old blood, new order. There was one with the, the sisters. Uh, I think, wasn't that one with like arcane? Wasn't that, wasn't that one not a true machine games game? But you're right, that is a miss. Nonetheless, they had this in the Wolfenstein uh, yeah. category. I guess we should we should say. So they had one miss, but I would say overall, fantastic studio. So I'm going to put them three. Okay, cool. Ains, how about you for machine games? They did not rank top five for me. I don't think they, they're top five for me either. Um. I adore what they did with Wolfenstein, the the remake, right? And and Wolfenstein 2 in particular. I think they're amazing. I'm really excited to see what they do with uh Indiana Jones. It's Indiana Jones they're making, right? Yeah. Or, yeah. Um yeah, I'm I'm very excited to see what they do with that. Uh and it kind of goes a little bit to the playground message, which is if they do deliver Indiana Jones and it's a big AAA experience we all love, you know, it turns out like a big uncharted whatever it may be right whatever it is if we love it and it captures the essence of indie my list would change because mm-hmm. the machine games right. will have proved themselves and playground will do the same if they deliver a really great fable experience at this point in time i can't put them that high mm-hmm. okay All fair right. enough ains did we do your number three no because i don't even know what it is yet do okay, yours so God damn. my number three was rare oh and... god here we go here we go guys buckle in <laughs> What are you talking about? You, this is, I don't understand. Here your... comes the Sea of Thieves bias. It's coming. Prepare yourselves. So here's my argument with Rare. They bring in the legacy IP with Rare, the, all the stuff they've done. If we're talking about things that we, if we're going back for Doom, then we go back for Rare. We go back sure. for Naughty Dog. It, it, the logic is there. Rare has systemically put out great games in its early days, so much so that it was their collection of titles that piloted the backward compatibility program for Microsoft. That's Rare fair. Replay was, yeah. was the basis for what back impact gaming was. So we have to acknowledge that legacy. There is a certain counter argument to be made for the Xbox 360 era where they were making Kinect games. Um, and I, I think that is a, a detriment. But if you look at the legacy and then you combine mm-hmm. that with the success of Sea of Thieves, the incorporation of Disney IP into Sea of Thieves, the ongoing management of a live service title of Sea of Thieves, then I think Rare is proven. We're talking about proven Xbox studios. And 
I don't think you have a more proven one from the Xbox One era. I don't think any. I don't know if that's a good argument you want to go with, but okay. But it's just it is it is one of the several pillars. If they their work is what piloted the backpack program, their legacy is that attributed to, and they've managed to systemically bring in Disney IP with their ongoing live service title. That's that's something to be admired, and that does put them up up there. So regardless of, of what you would call see if these bias or not it, it's it's a huge community right it's like mm-hmm. that fallout community it's like that that uh community that you that exists but doesn't necessarily intersect does that make sense yeah no i actually now i agree with you i would i would replace machine with rare because you're right they do have the legacy though those people are long gone you can't take away from from banjo uh, or the best Star Fox game. A wink, a nod. Um, <laughs> but like Sea of Thieves is my most played game on Xbox by far. I think it's mm-hmm. fantastic. I think the community has its times. It has its goddamn moments. Yeah. Oh, you guys, it's sons of guns. <laughs> yeah. uh, but like when you're talking about like God Caesar Pass is actually worthwhile. Yeah. Um, the cosmetics are are great. Like like it's it's microtransactions aren't they're not egregious do, or predatory. Yeah, See, so... This is where I said the Sea of Thieves bias is coming in. Because uh, you guys I'm, I'm are thinking. literally speaking about features of a game you like. We're well off the course of how this impacts Xbox. But I mean, I, like, I this, mean is, this is a different how conversation we... than we've had with the other games. This is this is a live service title that must be sustained in the same way we're talk, we would talk about if we were bringing in... Uh, none of the stuff we talked about was was live service per se. Everything we talked about has been single player to this point. We've not talked about a live service. If we were to bring Halo Infinite in, we would compare it season pass. It's microtransactions. Uh, you can do the same with Gears that's Five. Not the full, that's not the full picture of what the studio does for Xbox as a brand, though. Which I'll talk about when I bring up three four three. Well, throw me your. Then, then, <laughs> Jesus, I'm not. I'm not arguing. If you guys, we said yeah. this is completely subjective. So sure, but I, mean, I don't yeah. think you. I think you've got a blueprint for a studio that has figured it out, doesn't egregiously take advantage of its I'm players. Not, I'm not disagreeing with you. I'm saying see if these does those things well. What I'm saying is, is that the community may enjoy that. How big of an impact does that have for Xbox as a brand? Okay, I see your not point. Not very like, big. You could like you could also say the same with Mojang. They too have figured it out. Like like in terms of like I, they I don't think impact they have Xbox, Microsoft. But Microsoft Xbox, as a whole, Xbox is a mindshare. Like, what do you see? Ains, I feel like you have dual logic right now because uh, yeah, let's Xbox, figure this out, guys. Let's walk, Xbox let's and Microsoft. Like, I I acknowledge that we're talking about Microsoft games, right? But yeah. M- Minecraft isn't thought of in the Xbox realm. You don't see Minecraft uh, like you know at your target or toys r us or whatever it is like toys r us but okay and so think you're, you're, xbox you guys are thinking about mindshare which in itself is anecdotal because you're not going to pull out any statistics that tell me statistically about mindshare because they don't exist our thumbnail is our favorite xbox titles yeah that's what i'm saying if it's your favorite that's why i said the list is subjective so if this is your third favorite it's not fa- it's not my favorite just to be clear this is why i asked at the beginning i said are we doing favorite and you said no well you can I, check I the agree. tape i don't like when things change so this is why i asked at the start are we okay. doing favorite you specifically said no 
So if we're not doing favorite, then we're talking about value to the organization. Yes, that but, is what and, we were talking about. That is yeah, what we were but, talking and about. I'm, and, and we're arguing, well, and I'm just like, again, I'm And like, if you're I'm arguing Rare is the here. third most valuable studio to Xbox as an organization, you can do that. I would just disagree violently. Well, I would say like, uh, and I'm just again devil's advocate. I have no voice in this race, <laughs> but like Mojang's pretty goddamn valuable to that organization. They they're literally the second most it. valuable it's, IP. They could be number one. Yeah, it. so like, why wouldn't yes. we put them in one of these studios for being a good? I was going to mention Mojang. Okay, yeah, yeah, that's what I'm just saying. Well, you have no, so you're, you're right. No, but I was no, 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 no. I'm saying that again. If if this is a mix, right? If this is a mix of kind of impact and favorite and design and what you here, look, boys. if you if you mix all those things together and you're saying rare is up there for me that's fine i just don't feel just, like be careful how we define it that's all that is fair and that is a very good point and my example of favorite with our thumbnail is a bad is a bad one that was just me in the moment but that's i don't think i don't think that xbox and moyang are hand in hand you know, I just don't feel that. I don't get that sense. Uh, maybe it's because Again, that's anecdotal, right? That's that's a feeling you get. It doesn't speak to how profitable or how impactful yeah. Minecraft is to the the global gaming community. No, so I'm and I go... agree with you because Minecraft doesn't mean anything to me. I, right. I don't care about it. But so I'll loop back know. to to just rekindle my last thoughts on Rare. The legacy is there. The proven capability in an old. Uh, generation is there and in the modern generation they they propped the xbox one up on it uh, up and kept it alive when others failed it and when it went to, to pc it was big news and brought in a huge influx it helped pilot a lot of crossplay initiatives uh, i think they really handled live service season passes well ongoing content well in a way that we'd not seen before from a triple a first party ip I don't think we'd gotten that from Nintendo. I don't think we'd gotten that from Sony. I think Rare did that for Xbox in a way that had not been done in AAA first-party titles. And so it's a smaller team than you would think, which kind of pains me to say. Um, mm -hmm. But they they also figured out... This is one other thing, I'm sorry, in that, in that hat. They figured out simultaneous teams. Having a team working three months out, six months out, nine months out, they figured that out for content delivery. Mm-hmm. They did that is a huge program that I wish more studios and Microsoft would adopt. And I'm sure that is a thing behind the scenes that's is and isn't happening, but um, well, that's why talked, I think we, we've talked about that too. I mean, see if yeah. didn't launch that way, um, right? Yeah. So, I mean, they got there, and Rare's done an excellent job, uh, in that regard. And and I think we all hope that other studios, including 343, are, are going to get there as well. Um, for sure, I agree with that. So yeah, so putting putting that one in. Those are my top three so far on this weird list that I could easily go go mix it all up and still. I still happy. don't have a third. I don't know where it's, to go. I don't think I'll just pick one. one. Just pick one, man. Come on. I'll just pick one. Uh, I was going to mention Mo Yang just because of their impact, but Abe mentioned a good point too. It's the most valuable IP, but I'm not sure I'd say Mo Yang is his top studio, which is fair, perfectly fair. Um, I don't know. I'm torn between two for my third, and they may surprise you a little bit. Uh, I'm torn between Arcane and the Coalition. And the reason I'll, I'll give Ooh. a couple reasons between these two real quick. So Arcane, I think, in general, creates very unique IPs 
um they have two studios right that are they work in kind of parallel to create games on a more uh consistent release basis um they're generally very highly regarded games so if you look at the critical reception of dishonored prey death loop uh and then obviously we have redfall coming up um those are very highly critically acclaimed games and i think they're unique in the space and they have an audience all to themselves i think the counterpoint to arcane is is that even being critically acclaimed games don't necessarily sell the best so it depends again what you're talking about here in terms of you know is it the most valuable studio to xbox probably not but it you know it plays a role i think in that conversation um coalition i would say i have them up there not necessarily because of gears of war i think if you look at gears of war and what they've done and and kind of the impact of that franchise as a whole obviously it began with epic so that's a whole different conversation um but coalition gears is still a huge ip and i know it's not at the at its peak right now and i know you know that's some of the complaints about it you know, almost similar to halo in some ways but gears is a very big ip and when i talk about a big ip i'm talking about kind of impact from a brand right so there's gears and the game and the multiplayer and everything that goes with that right then there's gears novels there's gears comic books there's gears merch there's lots of things that gears kind of does as a brand again similar to halo but smaller um that are important and i think that the time they're taking to what is likely going to reinvent gears with whatever gear six ends up being right because they're taking their their good time to do that um and this other new ip that they're working on which is something apparently completely different outside of it could be a very big thing for uh xbox on top of all that you take the id conversation that you guys had about their tech gears are or the coalition is probably the most familiar with the unreal engine of any studio under the xbox brand and they help drive the technology advancements with that engine for xbox game studios gears 5 is unbelievable in terms of their advancements and how they've modernized that engine and they are a leading partner in developing unreal 5 so they're going to be at the forefront of what is developed on unreal 5 for xbox game studios so i think that plays a very big part in what's coming down the line. Joe, you're muted, bud. I don't hear Joe. Do you hear Joe? No, I don't hear Joe either. All right. Well, you figure that out, Joe. Um, I would argue the... <laughs> a lot of issues tonight. <laughs> the coalition... In terms Can you hear of me now? Game, yes. There you yes, go. that'd be quiet. Yeah. Uh, I... the, co <laughs> the coalition in terms of game, uh, they've only produced, what, three games? Gears 4, 5, and Ultimate Edition? <laughs> Yeah, uh, and they had a hand in tactics, of course, if you want to count yeah. that to a okay. degree. Eh, stretch, but I, but I grant you. Yeah, to me, they, it's, didn't, it's, they didn't core develop it. Yeah, Right. To me, it's the tech stuff that hey, you hey. cited. Gears pop, all right? Come on. I liked that game. Um, so did I. <laughs> I liked that game a lot. Um, I gave that game money that I shouldn't have. Um, <laughs> but I'll tell you, the, the tech stuff, I think, is their, their biggest claim to fame. I'm not sure it can bump them over some of the other choices because of the lack of proven games outside the genre and you know I, gears is my jam like i have the statues i have the posters i love gears but i think that's a bias for me i think i'm in a smaller category there yeah. which is counterintuitive now joe now that your audio is working go ahead bud oh no 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 i'm sorry no i was just gonna agree with ants continue this is well no i cut you off once your audio started working i wanted to make sure i didn't 
No, nah, the thoughts left me. Don't worry about it. Okay, good. Um, I did not put the coalition in my ranking of top five. Okay, I, I did not put them in the top five for me. Um, but that's the thought. Soft was my fourth, which made mine so far. It was playground, id, uh, rare, but that's a soft. So that's where I'm at there. And and I'll just tell you my my fifth one. Yeah, three four three. I guess. So. <laughs> You want me to start in on it? So well, I, I already, hear, saw, I already Joe, said it. Did we, did ahead, we get Joe. Joe's fourth? Did we get Joe's fourth? No, my, my fourth was Obsidian. My number okay. five is Playground. Um, because I think, you know, I, I do think of when I'm thinking of the Xbox One, I'm thinking of the of Playground, I'm thinking of Coalition, and I'm thinking of Rare really holding up that brand during that time. For me, I think Coalition has been the most consistent and the best shepherds of that IP. Let's bring 343 into it for a sec. They had a really rough track record of of Halos, right? You got Halo 4. It's probably the best story. Technical Marvel. Technical Marvel. Oh, God. You guys are going to have to give me like half an hour. (laughs) <laughs> All right, I get it. I get it. Cool your jets, old man. Uh, you know, Halo 5 multiplayer got better. That story, woof. Uh, now we're having this rough patch with Infinite. Um, and it's not it's 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 a rough coming along. <laughs> it's been hard so to be I, a Halo fan. Uh as my, as diehard as like people like Ains and you and I are. It's been yeah. it's been a roller coaster is a way to put that. It has. Yeah, I, I'll completely agree with that. Yep. And I think for Coalition, it's been a smooth ride. Like Gears of War Four was a, a really good uh, reboot or jump start. I think Gears Five is fantastic, and I think it's yeah. it's their best multiplayer. Um, so I think they've done a great job showing or proving to the community that that love of that thing where. 343 has a love the passion, but man, the community and them just constantly butt heads. And I think when we're talking about like where Infinite is going, I hope in a better direction. I, I hope it, it, it gets revived, but now it's going to be entering into a holiday season where you have the reboot of, you know, um, Warzone and Modern Warfare. And so, and Overwatch. So it's, it's a tough go for Halo, where I think Coalition is... They're a fantastic team, and it sucks that they're not my number five, because it really is... Playground is fantastic. They're so good at what they do that I have no doubt in my mind that Fable's going to be great. Like, just their track record alone, every single game that they they come out with is a marvel, it's a spectacle and an engineering feat. So that's why I go with number five being uh playground. So, yeah. That's good logic. Yep. That's it. I think, that's and I, I think I defended my playground one for number one. Uh, Ains, I put three, four, three at, at my number five. Okay. Joe makes a good point about them having a tough go at it with halo. Yep. And that's not a diss. That's a tough thing to come into. And Joe, I like your point about like, 343 and Coalition both inherited their IPs. Coalition had very few bumps on the outside. I mean, Rod Ferguson left here and there, but like very few bumps. Also, far less of a reach. 
right? Mm. Like they don't didn't hit the same reach. And sure, uh, I think the highs for three four three are spectacular. Halo Force campaign, the technical achievement of getting that on Xbox three sixty, uh, the the turnaround and support given to the Master Chief Collection, the visuals uh, and multiplayer of Halo Five, and the fact that Halo Infinite ex- came out. Uh, and and had a good campaign. I mean, sure. those are some of the highs, but goodness, we've got some lows there. Mm-hmm. Ains, that yeah. was your cue, buddy. That was oh. your cue, Ains. Well, I'll, 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 into our souls. no, 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 because I was reading through the chats to see which one we wanted to share. Um, <laughs> I was also going to say that I realize uh, introspectively that when I get passionate about a subject, I get louder and I get animated. And um, I've talked to myself to yeah, off camera about not doing that. And I realized I just did it five minutes ago. So yeah. I'm bringing myself Ains, back we, down. Want, we want animated Ains. Also, I like how you have discussions with yourself. I, like, don't we all? Thinking, don't we all? I mean, we do. We do. But like, I'm thinking you sitting at the, like, the dinner table. And like every every family member you've ever like talked about is not real. You're just sitting in a family. <laughs> Just alone, just, like, honey, look, you've made a great point. Just because <laughs> my a, family's not real. Future. I don't think we need to discuss That's that. That's a lot here, to right? unpack, dear. <laughs> <laughs> um, okay, so I, I I, think I have to go four and five. I, I think Playground has to be in there. They just have to. Yeah. Um, I agree with all your game? points about them. Um, that Playground is uh, um, everything they've made has been gold, and uh, I have very little doubt that they won't succeed with Fable. Um, of course, we'll still see, but I don't know. They're just a really good studio. So uh, when I look across the board, there's others that could go there as well. But anyway, on on three four three, this is such a long conversation, and I feel like I talk about it every single day because yeah. we have Halo discussions on Discord, we have them on Twitter. Um, so I'm trying to figure out the most succinct way to make my point here. So there's there's a couple key points I wanna I wanna uh, make is that. One, the nostalgic goggles that people have for Bungie are very misplaced. Um, people forget that Bungie, to give Bungie all the credit in the world for what they created with Halo, because they've created two IPs that have been industry changing in Halo and Destiny. Um, so I don't want to take anything away from the Bungie days of Halo and, and what Bungie did. However, uh, let's remember that when Halo 3 came out, what other game came out in 2007? That was Call of Duty 4 Modern Warfare. It was the last year that Halo ever led in multiplayer players. Period. It hasn't led since. Uh, the industry has evolved greatly. People also forget, because they always like to say the original trilogy, that Bungie released Halo Reach in 2010. And that game got obliterated great. for its multiplayer. Obliterated. It was great. It's so good. More, that's great. You can take the goggles off now. And we can have a real conversation. So no, I like them on. <laughs> I, I like Reach a lot. I've always liked. It really is like. I, yeah, so did like I because I like every Halo. But if you're it's, being again, Halo if we're having a Halo Reach, man, they're right there yeah. for the best Halos. If we're having an honest conversation, then I'm right. <laughs> you always think you're right, but you know we'll come back Correct. to that. In the Bungie forums, Halo Bungie people were getting death threats over how bad. Halo reaches multiplayer were the mechanics were wrong. The armor kits were wrong. It had no competitive mode to support pro play from Halo three. Bungie 
effed up big time. People forget that. I don't know why it ever gets talked about, but I was there. I lived through it. I was uh, one of the uh, people on the Bungie forums that talked about that. So anyway, moving into 343, I think 343's got to be on this top five. They just have to be. Uh, and the reason I say that is, is that regardless of where you stand on 343 taking over Halo for the past decade, right? It's generally, and remember, like I am neck high deep in the Halo community, right? This yeah. is what I talk about on a daily daily basis. Halo 4's campaign is generally regarded as one of the best, if not the best, Halo campaigns, period. Halo 5 multiplayer at the time before Infinite was generally considered, you'll see the Halo 3 stands and Halo 2 stands pop up here, but in the modern era, Halo 5 uh, multiplayer was considered kind of peak, right? Now you have Infinite, which again, from a mechanic standpoint, the live service we'll get to, from a mechanic standpoint, is... <laughs> widely regarded as potentially the best halos ever felt period yeah. mechanically right so what you're telling me is they took over this franchise that has uh millions and tens of millions of eyes on it and expectations on it and that changed the industry and they created the best campaign and they created the best multiplayer those are that's what you're telling me within this within this ip right so let's also remember that halo infinite just launched in december right uh the multiplayer and the campaign were widely um, re received well, right? 87 Metacritic, like I said, one point off of Horizon Forbidden West, which is considered some stellar AAA game. Okay, so it's Halo Infinite then, by the same measure, right? Now, where you have to take that now, where your complaints are, and I think where most of the complaints are, is scope, right? Scope of the game. So there's an expectation for Halo to deliver on a wider scope than any other game in the industry. And I think we've had this conversation, right? Yep. So, Nate, Nate, I'll challenge anyone, chat or you guys, to name a game that has a broader scope of expectation than Halo. Well, I want to know, OBM cited that earlier when he, okay. when he was talking about our comparisons with Coalition, that uh, Coalition didn't have to, to deliver on multiple fronts the way 343 did. Because uh, you have Forge, you have multiplayer you got single player within multiplayer i think you could also argue competitive and casual because like i didn't give a damn about absolutely um, hcs is a huge undertaking but yeah and i didn't care at all about halo reaches like competitive or whatever i just had fun with that game i just played so did i i loved it you yeah. know um so we so all agree it's not even in the top and, five right and it's and it's uh the first open world halo too um <laughs> on a um, on a new engine so I'll even challenge you this. Name another company that developed an engine for their AAA game in recent years. I don't think you can, or I don't think that's a good leg to stand on, Ains, because Slipstream yeah. is an unproven engine. They didn't they didn't how, showcase it. They didn't, how is it be, wait, how be, is it unproven? It has because, a campaign that has an 87 Metacritic. Because within Halo Infinite, there are clearly sections where things are chopped out, where you can't get to it, where you you are very limited in what they could do. They couldn't even and stick with me man i'm not knocking yeah. it yeah but like we don't get to we don't get to celebrate on this triumphant level slipstream when co campaign co-op has been the talking point that it is we don't get to celebrate the slipstream engine when forge doesn't launch with it this that's, creator that's, tool that's development scope though that's not got nothing to do with the engine the engine but we haven't seen the like we haven't seen we it on display we, we haven't seen these bastards hit 90 yet is what 
Luke's trying to say, and Luke doesn't get that reference because he's not a Back to the Future fan. <laughs> God, that sucks. But it, we, we how haven't can seen you not be a Back to the Future fan? That's a bigger topic because he doesn't like time here. travel. It's yeah, really awful. Time. He's really awful. But, but there was really nothing is. in the Halo Infinite campaign that you could section out and cite as this being uh, the the peak of visuals, the peak of AI, the peak of gameplay. There's all great stuff, but like you can't section anything out. You could section out. Uh, a ghost of Tsushima sliver of something and see visuals that are just top tier, see something in there with AI mechanics. Uh, you can't do that with infinite and don't get it twisted. You know, that that is one of my favorite games of all time. I love halo infinite. Okay. I've spent egregious amounts of money on it, but so Slip if we could take the goggles off of halo infinite for just a second, there it is. <laughs> Let's just be realistic here. We're really, I don't know if the bleep button works, but I'm going to try it. We're really this game and it's, it's, it's alarming. It's fine. It's like, it's a great game. I think Halo Infinite's a great game. So it's great. Okay. So but it has a lot of problems. And I think when we take a look at three, four, three, the argument is the either nail it in one part, they don't in the other. That that's the argument. So, like, you're right, Coalition, you know, doesn't have the scope that, um, that you know, right. Halo has to hit. Yeah. But they also, I would say, don't, how can I say this, promise what they can't deliver, right? Like, they don't exactly. oversell. This so, is the point. We just said, so, but you said they, they hit one or not the other, right? Halo Infinite's yeah. campaign. And I know we've. I don't think it's that the, great, guys. I'm going to be real. I'm going to be honest with you. I don't think. But I, I, I don't. Fantastic. But again, you're in the minority there. Okay, I'm just personal thought. It's all right. I, th- this is where I struggle. We don't have to stay on this forever because I know yeah. we. Like I said, we could talk about this. Yeah, forever. we could. We this could. Is, this is where I struggle, right? Why is it when we talk about Halo, it's I don't think this is good, and when we talk about other games, it's like oh, but it's really well received. Halo. Infinite, I mean, it's true. Has an 87 Metacritic. I'll keep saying it. It's very critically acclaimed. How are you guys saying it hasn't delivered? I don't think it did anything. No, we're saying it didn't deliver on something new. You're talking about the slip space. Slip space engine was the was the question that you posed. Well, I didn't get to finish my point because you made a ridiculous one by comparing it to Ghost of Tsushima. Yeah, I even thought that was ridiculous. You guys think it was bad? Like I can't even. Yeah, we have to talk online about how bad that was. Yeah, go on. Sorry, I I was trying to make a point. Maybe maybe I just missed it. Sorry, guys. Yeah. No, but my point thing is, I got a cool Halo watch. Yeah, so anyway, let's let's close down. I think the complaints are valid when it comes to live service delivery, right? And we talked a couple of weeks ago about it being apparent, which I'll agree with, which 343 seems to have some management issues, right? Like I think we all agree there. I think most people agree, even core Halo fans. That is concerning. However, it's impossible to de- to deny how important Halo is to Xbox. Everyone knows that, right? And how big this IP is and its value. But you also have to remember, right? Like kind of like I said about Coalition, that 343 is managing Halo Infinite and, and what the future of that live service is for many years to come now, uh, both campaign and multiplayer and pro uh, in HCS. They have novels and they have books and they have endless merchandise. They now have a TV show. Um, Halo as a as a value, right, to Xbox is almost unmatched. I You can't really define IP value definitively, um, you know, but I would say Minecraft and Halo are far away, number one and two. 
as an IP. Mm-hmm. Last that Halo was evaluated, and this is years ago, was evaluated at six billion. Halo as an IP. And you're talking about years ago before TV, before all this merch, before everything right. else. So um, there are flawed things about 343. There are flawed things about Halo Infinite. Completely agree on those points, even though we may differ on some of the nuances there. But I think it's impossible to to look at the future of the next few years for Xbox and just even Xbox now and not think that 343 is absolutely critical to them. Um, sure. Now, whether or not they're your favorite, that. that's a whole different conversation. I agree with that. They are critical. Yeah. So and 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 as we said a couple of weeks ago when we talked about this, the next twelve months for Halo Infinite are ap- again critical. The same word, right? They're absolutely key to the future of that game. And if three four three doesn't prove that they can speed up content delivery and fix some of the online issues, et cetera, et cetera, again we'll have to come back and and. That's why I, I say, you know. As Luke's uh, favorite idol would would say, "Stand back, stand by for three four three because <laughs> yeah, no. it, it really is. I like I want to cheer for them. I want to root for them. I want them to be in my top five. Really, really bad. I yeah. we got to see where they go in the next few months because it is critical. Agree, agree. Um, really critical so uh de brings up a point which i see others make too and if you want to talk about the engine is the engine critically acclaimed are other studios releasing press statements saying they're going to use it or 343 hiring to support outside studios using their engine well that's the other thing it's like i don't think it's critically acclaimed well the the engine released seven months ago so hold uh because we don't know how it's going to be used in first party the other thing is saying hold is in like stand back yeah, stand by and whatever the hell the phrase is. <laughs> you tell me, Luke. You're the one who says it. No, no, um, I wasn't there. You were there. <laughs> but the other point is that conversation and that comment goes back to scope. And, and this is where I, I get frustrated with people not understanding scope of a project is that 343 built um, the Slipspace engine when they made this decision years ago to do this. Because as they look to the future of Halo, they wanted a open world game that could support co-op, right? Which we know they're they're building. Did you guys try that, by the way? Co-op no. campaign? What? Co-op campaign? No. Oh, man, no. it's a blast. We should have played it. I'm um, excited for it, but I'm waiting for... For release. For That's fair. Yeah. But it had to do that, right? It has to support open world. It has to support live service delivery, multiplayer, both competitive, you know, fine-tuning in these uh, sandbox worlds and sandbox editions. But it has to also... Uh, support this new version of Forge, which is going to be unlike anything possibly we've ever seen in the gaming industry. Um, There's no engine, as they looked across the industry, there's no engine that could do all those things. And that goes back to scope. That's what I'm talking about. Someone mentioned, I think it was VG mentioned, Call of Duty has the same scope. No, they don't. No, they don't. They create a linear campaign, a very short linear campaign, multiplayer and pro league. That's not the same scope as having an open world co-op campaign. It's certainly not the same scope as supporting Forge with a custom game browser and custom game creations. It's just not the same. Fair. Sorry, I'm ranting. Okay, I, I, and, and, no, no, no. And, and, and I, I think, Ains, when we have this conversation again, our favorite studios, yeah. I think time will tell. Because you're right. Like Those little leaks we're seeing out of the Halo uh, Forge mode is yeah. cool. pretty or crazy. Like they, like, they literally made... like Raccoon like City? They made, made Raccoon City, City, but they like they the literally made down. Call of Duty in it. Yeah, they're like making the kill streaks and all of it. Yeah, yeah, so it's like right now, no, but let's see where we're at at the end of the year. 
you know? Oh, sorry, BG. BG says, I didn't mention, I wasn't referring to Scope. You asked if there's another game that Halo that had an in-house studio making their engine, uh, which uh, I think he was referring to Call of Duty. That's fair. Yeah, fair, 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 fair. Um, yeah. Gents, I think we, I want to recap your five, and then I think it's useful, particularly given this the struggle of creating this list versus the Sony one. Uh, I think it'd be good to look at just projects we're excited for coming out of Xbox Studios. Um, can you recap for me, Joe, your top five? Yeah, uh, mine's is Bethesda Softworks at numero uno. Number two is id. Now number three is a question mark. You guys made so many good points, but machine <laughs> games. Okay. Uh, number four, Obsidian, and then number five, Playground and Coalition. And then here's another one: my hopes, my <laughs> dreams, top five, like the ones that I'm looking forward to in the future. Ninja Theory is number one, Obsidian yeah. number two, Coalition's number three, Playground's number four, and Machine Games is number five. If Ninja Theory hits Hellblade two, like we think they're going to. And Project Mara turns out to be something extraordinary, which is what they're aiming for. If they hit those two things, Ninja Theory will jump up this list. Yeah. Yeah, we'll see. I'm hopeful. This is kind of the problem with talking Xbox is we've been talking, like we said, for years now of I'm hopeful, you know, like it. Yeah, well, we still need to see. Ames, recap your top five for me, man. I cheated like a mother on this. Um, I had Bethesda Soft as number one. Uh, Obsidian is number two. Number three, I said, is Coalition and Arcane. So there's two. And then I couldn't decide between uh, Playground and 343 for four and five. But those are those are my top six. Do you have any, like Joe, where you're hoping to see how you're hoping it pans out later on? I actually am really hopeful um, for two studios. Uh, one I've talked about extensively, which is Compulsion. I just think they're weird. And I like weird. Um, mm-hmm. So if the project they've talked about has hints of Bioshock, and is a uh, kind of a, a Bioshocky adventure game, which is a okay. That that's not easy to create. So if they yeah. can pull it off, they'll immediately jump up. Um, the odds are probably against them, but I'm hopeful again. Uh, and in Exile, honestly, Brian Fargo, yes. the head of that studio, is awesome. They have incredible talent over there, and they've always been a team that creates meaningful RPGs that just didn't have the support to go big. And yeah. They're in a brand new studio. If you haven't seen their studio, look at the pictures of it. It's ridiculous. Uh, they're hiring like crazy, and they have multiple projects in the work. And Brian Fargo has already teased that this AAA RPG on Unreal 5 is going to blow people's minds. So I'm very excited to see what they bring to that. Yeah, man. Future of Xbox is great. To recap mine, uh, I had Playground at number one. Never made a bad game. I love their their racing stuff. I put them above turn 10 even at this point number two was id software number three was rare uh number four bethesda soft and number five uh three four three but that list was weird i am most hopeful to see what obsidian and ninja theory do ninja theory is like my like ah this is because i my favorite types of games are typically third person uh narrative driven action games and so ninja theories hellblade 2 has me very excited uh and so i'm I'm super stoked there and, and you guys made a lot of good points about your stuff also shout out to undead labs i think the yeah. notoriously buggy but incredibly fun <laughs> uh state of decay games are just they were amazing. like a mini bethesda they really that's a really <laughs> fair and good comparison because you're right there's so much charm th- yeah. that the bugs were endearing um but i really love state of decay too put a lot of time into it and i'd like to see what state of decay 3 offers 
for it's sure. another so, one where in theory with bigger mm-hmm. support bigger budget bigger staff they should create something truly special but that is easier said than done mm-hmm. yeah um yep. the other kind of crazy thing not to keep us going none of us even mentioned turn 10 and turn 10 arguably had the best presentation at the xbox showcase this year with what forza motorsport is going to be in the future true um and forts is a big brand as we know from horizon and just the name in general so if again it's another one of those where if motorsport hits like we think this reboot is really going to hit and it has the uh, enough of a casual presence to go with this hardcore racing community it's going to be very big yep no i agree i think uh turn 10 special but because they do such a specific thing and they do it better than anybody because i mean the conversation of gran turismo seems to have died uh pretty it's a quickly. dead game i hate it so much you guys i hate it so much um they they did something with with the launch i hated it uh it's awful you you take a look at the images you put it side by side of of of, uh, of horizon you can't even you can't even you can't even i don't even know what him. he's talking about i don't yeah, know the I mean, joke it, what's it, the joke it's like it's like a ps2 game that, that are, we, are we talking about gt7 yeah and i put in um in in private chat a couple i wanted to read off some of the lists that some people sure. submitted uh obm one bad mother his rankings were uh number one bethesda softworks number two obsidian number three mm. playground number four turn 10 and number five arcane that was interesting so, and he had two, two racing studios in there that was cool based on, cons- based on consistency i like that yep that's fair uh let's see Tao said number one was Obsidian, followed by Coalition, In Exile, Playground, maybe uh, BGS. Is that Bethesda game song? Yep, you're getting it. Okay. You're getting okay. it. You're on it. Yeah. Uh, VG Docs cited Turn 10 as his number one. Tango Gameworks as number two. Wow. Uh, See, as Turn 10 as number one, right? I mean, oh, damn. Uh, people people hold Forza Motorsport really high. It's a big game, bigger than yeah, I you're... think people. Again, it's one of those where if you're not in that community, you don't realize how big they are niche you might call it (laughs) (laughs) i do have Uh, two super chats to get to don't let me forget as well okay number four was the coalition and then he cited number five being rare uh which is interesting those are the three that i kind of just snagged if i missed your top five please put them back in and i'll read them in before we Uh, go ade just said that uh number one for him is playground which i think all of us said they very well could be up there Um, yeah yeah you know that was my number one we see Oh, it was your number one. That's right, Luke. Mm-hmm. Um, so we got a couple of super chats as well. I uh, didn't want to miss these. Uh, they, they weren't super related, uh, but Tao getting me. Tao with the $5 super chat saying, Ains, play Monster Hunter World. Have a great show, guys. He said he had to go to work, so he'll listen to this later. So always a big shout out to Tao. He's a huge supporter of season yep. gaming and big cast and cast and your guys' shows and everything. So big shout out to Tao. Really good dude. And it, if you weren't aware... Uh, it is a very long ongoing joke in the community about me not liking Monster Hunter. And there was a debate on Discord about it today. So that's why he brought it up. Nice. <laughs> and then Pompa in the house, $5 super chat. Again, another big supporter. Guy I play Halo with all the time. Go figure. Scope. Tell him, Ains. Um, because him and I talk often about the scope of what 343 has to manage and create with Halo and how that plays into some of the things we just talked about. Thank you, guys. Very cool. Uh, gentlemen, let's take a, oh, um, uh, Addy put in three, four, three is his second Mojang. Number third, number three coalition, fourth arcane fifth. 
Interesting. We did talk about all those too. In fact, I brought up Arcane for that reason. I think Arcane is up there, man. I really do. Yeah. Um, Obviously, Bethesda is such a great acquisition. <laughs> like, oh, I think huge. if this list proves anything, like huge. Bethesda, yeah. Like yeah. people were, you know, I think we all did when we first woke up that morning and saw that, and then saw the seven billion figure. We we're like, what in the hell just happened? Um, but mm -hmm. when you when you took a step back and you looked at the studios, the IPs, the tech, which we talked about. We didn't even talk about Orion streaming tech, which has gone silent yeah. since they bought them. But that's playing yeah. into Xbox's cloud future as well. Right. Uh, engines, uh, designers, narrative design. I mean, it's a huge, huge a lot. boost for Xbox. Um, Abe coming in with a late super chat as well. We'll get to one bad mother, $5 super chat. This is for reading all my amazing opinions. Great show, friends. Thank you, brother. Yes. Uh, you can catch Abe over at uh, Xbox Era as well. Thank you, man. Yep, yep. Uh, shout out to you, Abe. You're awesome, man. Uh, I think you're cute. Yeah, maybe, <laughs> maybe. Like, maybe we kiss. I don't know. It's like, whatever. Uh-oh, uh -oh, RL Stein said, Joe, you can say that again. GT7 is deader than Halo. That's right. Oh. It's dead. It sucks. I hate it so much. <laughs> is it actually uh, low? Like, I don't, I don't know. No, nor do I. Yeah, I yeah. It's, so, um, it's so hard to say, yes. right? Because it's like when people say that, like, what you'll often see is someone post like a Steam player chart, and it's like... Right. That means nothing. Yeah. Like, means. I mean, it has, a, it means something, but not in the grand scope. And for something like Gran Turismo 7, we don't know how many people are playing that game. And like, if you put Forza Horizon, or sorry, uh, Forza Motorsport 8 in front of me and like a month out, and you're like, oh, how's it doing? I'm like, I'm not going to know. I am no. not going to know. I mean, I no. take a look at multiverses. I got excited for a second. I was like, I need to download on my PS5. Huge player count. But what does that mean in a month from now? Yeah. yeah, and it, Great it, game, doesn't, by the way. it obviously doesn't Great count game. consoles, which are a huge percentage of the market, right? And right. you don't know what people are spending in the game. You don't know how long they're playing. I mean, there's all kinds of things that go into it. I think that's why Xbox just says, hey, 20 million players were awesome, and then they shut up because, yeah. you know, that's just what it is. Yeah. All right. Well, gentlemen. well, uh, well. I like BG7. Turntables. Good. Now the turntables. Now the turntables. Uh, let's see. I skipped XEP this past weekend. I enjoyed vacation with my wife, but how uh, dare you this morning? It was actually hard to skip. I'm not going to lie. <laughs> um, it, like it, like I felt guilty creators guilt, you know, yeah, oh, yeah. Old imposter syndrome set in, which I talked to you guys about. Uh, but yeah, and I said, feel it. Cause it's true. <laughs> I did speak to the developers at hero beat studios about the end endling extinction is forever. You guys remember yeah. that game with the Fox, yeah. uh, <laughs> Really sad game, but really enjoyable interview this morning. That'll be up on the next XEP. And today, uh, published over on Season Gaming website, uh, an interview with the creative director of Skull and Bones, which I hope everybody will check out. Oh, yes. awesome. In fact, the community manager uh, liked it and I think retweeted it. Hey, that's cool. Yeah, that's really cool. That's yeah. really cool. Um, Ains, what you got in the works, man? uh i feel like you man too much like i feel guilty if i'm not getting to things so a couple things to call out uh the discussion i had with travis on our review methodology um went live for everybody it was a, a week-long patron exclusive but it's now live for everyone on the channel you can check that out it sounds kind of weird that we talked for two and a half hours about uh, reviewing video games yeah and we even laughed about that but we've gotten a ton of great feedback it's already got like 30 comments um, ton of great feedback on it. And um, I think people are really enjoying just kind of the insight, especially considering that I review for a small indie outlet and he reviews for the biggest outlet in the world and kind of how we approach those things. And it ties into him releasing his Xenoblade Chronicles 3 review today, which 
probably has millions of views already being on IGN. Um, I see that we got an extra super chat late here. We'll get to that in a second. Um, we also, um, we, uh, sorry, we are also, um, uh, doing a, a more content for Patreon. So if you haven't checked that out for season gaming, uh, I would encourage you to do so. Got another feature going live, uh, exclusive for patrons this week. We had a, uh, season gaming round table, which we do monthly, another exclusive. And we did it on, uh, the future of live service titles this weekend. So that was a really fun conversation with some people at SG as well. So just just a lot of stuff kind of out there on the channel uh, and on the site. Like you already said, Luke, we got that interview up today and uh, we've got some uh, reviews in the works as well. So just keep paying attention to SG. Appreciate you guys. Luke, just to let you know, PlayStation doesn't talk to me ever. <laughs> so, you know, whenever you're thinking, oh, what was me? PlayStation never talks to me. You know, they hate me. The show's doing know. great, though, man. Your show is... show's doing fantastic. And this week, man, we got a lot to talk about. Way too much to talk $70 about. $70 games. <laughs> <laughs> um, God, I hate, I hate Twitter. It really was a mistake. Elon should have bought it and then just burned it to the ground. What was Lady had a good tweet today. It's like, this is what oh, happens man. when you guys don't want to pay $70 for a game or something. I can't remember what it was, but it was so Honestly... Could I give a shout out to a different podcast than the Trophy Room, a PlayStation podcast made by the place for the place for just a second? Yeah, Jesus. Yeah, don't choke over it. Uh, I want to shout out Miles Dampierre. Yeah, so uh, and Samuel Tober, uh, because over at Chatter Days, they actually had a great conversation. Uh, I was on there last week, and you didn't shout out shit, so I don't know what's going on right well, now. Well, because you, you were there, and it was just like, yikes. <laughs> but they had a fantastic conversation about $70 games, and it was it was like somewhere along the lines of like, so when when is the shoe going to drop for Xbox? And then like them talking through the – actually talking through it. It's a really great conversation. I think y'all should really – uh check a look at that said though this week's trophy room is going to be huge we have also the last of us uh part one remake giveaway all you have to do is rate us five stars over on apple Podcasts and or spotify send us a screenshot over at ps trophy room on twitter uh to get entered so yeah that's been pretty big for us as well so again that reviews really do help us out and helps this show out as well so if you could head on over to apple Podcasts, rate us five stars over there on apple Podcasts, on on spotify wherever you get your podcast service of choice cast co-op right after you do that for the trophy room and you I'll keep give you like losing time. your breath i'm talking too fast i'm tired and I'll, I'll let you guys know why in a sec so you know um, where to follow me you know all the socials so I, I was going to say real quick, too, uh, to just build on Joe's point that, yeah, and Hogue actually says this better than I do, is that we all complain about the the content we see, the nonsense that we see, right, on Twitter, on YouTube, etc. If you enjoy this stuff, right, you enjoy the more fun conversation, the more serious conversation, the more educated conversations, sharing it. It sounds stupid, right? But sub subscribing, liking, sharing, reviewing, those seem like little things. They seem like they're you know, may not make a huge difference. They make a huge difference. So if you enjoy yeah, yeah. our shows, if you enjoyed cast co-op, just take five minutes, you know, share a review, share it somewhere else, um, post a review, et cetera. It does make a huge difference. And, and you, you may underestimate it, how creators like us appreciate that. I'll um, say yeah. as a solo, it means the freaking world. Yeah. It yeah. means the world when I it's just, I'm telling you guys, as a solo guy who you know pulls his phone up to see who's who's listening, when I see a review that that stuff 
skyrockets my confidence. And, and so I'm so grateful for it. So don't send reviews over to XCP. No, seriously, go because it's the best Xbox podcast out there. It's not even close. So I was going to say, uh, VG also asked, well, you guys have streams this late in the future. Typically, I can't catch it live because it's too early. I'm just curious. Now, he may be referring to BigCast because we're early. Uh, but Cast Co-op, yes, this show we're trying to do live going forward. Um, we're trying to kind of get into a better cadence about that and be better prepared for it because it's new for us. But yes, you can expect us to have a live show usually every other either Tuesday or Thursday uh, around this time. So if you can join us, yeah, please come and hang out. It's fun. Uh, and let me get a super chat from Eric, Mr. Game Positive, uh, one of our season gaming contributors. He quickly threw in his list. He said, what is five? Oh, one to five. I'm sorry. Yeah, one through five. <laughs> I thought yeah. he said his number one studio is five. I'm like, who's that supposed to be? Uh, mm -hmm. But that's the game's uh, studios uh, or soft work, right? ID, Obsidian, Coalition, Compulsion. So pretty well in line with us until Compulsion, which I shouted out they may be up there if they prove it with this next game. Yeah. Thank you, Eric. Appreciate that. All right, well, boys, gents, I think we're good. I think we're good. I think, um, I think we should keep, <coughs> keep, 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 ke